0: Coming to you from our quarantine bunkers deep in the flyover states, we reviewed CWF's television pilot from 2001. This is the Golden Age of Grappling Podcast. Uh, she said she
1: likes me, uh, uh, out all of the time, she says she needs me, uh, and that would be fine, I just want that woman to. And
0: welcome to the show. This is the Golden Age of Grappling Podcast, episode
1: 241. I'm DP. And I'm Tony G. DP, this week for the people, we watched the most extreme wrestling in the world. It's the uh. Canadian Wrestling Federation, CWF TV pilot, filmed in the spring of 2001. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's a something. It's a, uh, a Canadian uh, promotion, you know, trying to get the ball rolling. They got themselves a nice association with the NWA. Yeah. Uh, things are looking good for the CWF. I, I, I don't know if it was good after this pilot, though.
0: It's not in the same vein of bad, but you know the way that, like, the room feels like someone that doesn't quite understand how a movie works, trying to make a movie, mm. but very anxiously trying to, but just clearly copying? This is so much a copy and paste of everything ECW does in every way, in every fashion. Like They they cut and paste every little bit and just replace it with their own people. And it is so weird. But I I am finding that I love these pilots of these different companies. It's always very
1: interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Fun times.
0: The reason we're talking about the CWF from 2001, this... Fucking apparently unsold pilot is because <laughs> this is a wrestling review podcast. Each and every week, Tony and I get together. We discuss the wrestling event that we agreed to watch the previous week. It's kind of like the Oprah's Book Club, but for wrestling nerds. If you want to find any information about the show, links to all of our various social outlets, and other such things on the internet, go to www.goldenagepodcast.com And if you want to express yourself further, you can send us an email: goldenagegrappling at gmail.com. We purposely made it difficult by switching up the last word on you. Uh, Apologies for that. We made that decision five years ago and are stuck with it at this point.
1: Mm -hmm. Yes. That's all good, though. All fine, yes. Please reach out. Tell us what you like, what you'd like to hear, what you uh, don't want to hear, and uh, we'll do our best to make things happen for you.
0: Definitely. And speaking of reaching out, some people have reached out to us in the last week, Tony, or in the last however many days it's been since we put out our last episode. Uh, as we talked about SmackDown Episode 5 last time. Ah, and yes. So we got some responses there. Now, you know, when we last spoke, you and I said quite a bit of shit about uh, Mr. Vince Russo. And oh, yeah. No. Regular listener Twitter correspondent Chris Morale wanted to point out that Russo denies much of what he's been given credit for by either fans, Melts, or other wrestling insider shoot interviews. Apparently, he even did a specific podcast called Setting the Record Straight, where he like took credit or denied this huge uh. list of things his host went through. Um, I didn't listen to it. It's more of a voice thing. I can't really listen to Vince Russo for more than five minutes, <laughs> um, but... <laughs> and I, I you know I'm, i don't doubt that he gets credit for more than he probably should get credit for but it's at the same rights. time yeah. you know the, it, there's there's patterns that we've seen from company to company to company every time that he's been linked to the company um, right. that make it so that it's a little bit harder to believe some of the things he doesn't but you know it's one of those things you know i take it with a grain of salt i don't believe vladimir putin when he talks about poisoning i don't believe vince russo right. sometimes when he talks about what he did or didn't
1: do no, there's a lot of things about Vince, and he's talked so much about so many things that he's very consistent on a few stories and things like that over the years. And like I do believe that he's been painted in a yeah. negative light more so than he probably deserves. And uh, you know that's something that even Bruce and Conrad occasionally, Bruce would be like, "Nah, I'll take blame for that." You know what I mean? Like when they're talking <laughs> about something of that era and yeah. like it's kind of leaning in that, like, uh, "This is probably Russo's fault." And Br- Bruce every now and then would be like, "Nah, no, nah, actually that one wasn't Russo." So no, I mean he's he he takes a little bit too much credit for some things he probably doesn't get enough credit for other things yeah you know um and there's a pattern you know like any writer he has his style and he has some of the things his go-tos and you mm-hmm. can see those you know popping up in you know the attitude era and then in wcw at the end and yeah. even in, in A at the beginning with some of his booking decisions just the way he does things like so no i mean i don't you know listen i don't think the guy is uh the villain that maybe he gets made out to be but at this point <laughs> he's also kind of knows how to poke the bear and you know doesn't necessarily avoid leaning into it a little bit so yeah no he knows, he, what, he's, he, he knows what he's doing
0: he um, like so many other wrestling old guys have figured out right you know they've they've found their link to the millennial world that plugs them into the money machine and so they know That's how to right. play the play the game to get the money on the internet um, yeah, exactly also, Paul Matthews of Classic Wrestling Review reached out. Uh, he actually just reviewed a show that we reviewed on episode ninety-seven of our show, In Your House: Buried oh, Alive. If you want to check out that blog, that was pretty interesting. Uh, but he wrote in and was surprised at our lack of Vanga Boys knowledge. Tony,
1: uh, yeah, you tell me. Yeah, you tell me about this. One. Listen, it like it tickles something in my brain every time you say it. Like I. I feel like I've blocked it out somehow. I I, the, I have some vague memory of it. I think.
0: Do the words Six Flags guy mean anything to you?
1: Right. Yeah.
0: I think this is the part they used for the commercial. I don't think they're I don't remember there being lyrics to the the Six Flags <laughs> right, song. Right,
1: right. That that one would hurt as an artist. If like some company bought your song, you're like, oh my god, they're gonna use our song in commercials, and like you sit down and listen to it the first time, and you're like, oh shit, it's just the backtrack.
0: <laughs> but I mean, it's like the the Star Trek anthem. I mean, as long as there's lyrics attached, you still get paid for it. So true. That's yeah, all that Mash, matters.
1: You know, Mash has lyrics for God's sakes.
0: But yeah, so. That's uh that's kind of the social media corner. Thanks to those folks for reaching out. Always appreciate the uh the information about the show, especially when you answer questions that we have throughout the show. Uh yeah. or point out things like that, that links that we should have made that I didn't even realize was a link that I that I
1: yeah. knew. Yeah, call us on our bullshit. We don't know what the hell we're talking about.
0: <laughs> so now Tony, before we can go years back, and talk about some Canadian television We gotta talk at least a little bit about the current world Specifically, I think we're actually Doing a part two from last week But uh, let's talk well, about I mean, listen. What's going on in the current world With uh, a segment that we call the Sid Vicious Dishes See,
1: I was that forward With this look on my face It was something that was given to me Because of people
0: like you See, he's going to stereotype me It's the big dumb guy My you. Like is My it's not something I was born with, it's something I was acquired because people like you. <laughs> because you are feared of me. And you will to me the magic word sin vicious, tasteless. All the st- skeptics and all the people have a little bit. Of- Let
1: me do this again. Oh, no, it's live, pal. Sorry.
0: All right, Tony, we're live. What do we got this week? Wow,
1: if we could do, it, if we could have a do-over, pal, um, it would probably be on Retribution. <laughs> uh, as DP mentioned, yeah, I guess this—you could say this is a part two. I mean, this is just the uh, the running narrative of the group, though overall, and it just happens to have been. So bad that it was worth dishing on two weeks in a row. <laughs> um, I don't even. I, yeah. DP, DP's ahead of me now and has watched Raw as we're recording this on Monday night, and I think there's it's gotten worse. So I will just be mad about what I know about at this point. Yeah. Let's let's
0: let's go over where we've, and you we've can, been from last time we yeah, talked.
1: Sure. So anyway, Raw happened last week, and oh my, it's almost hard to imagine that it's only been a week. It Dude. feels like it took you would take a month to tell all this story. Yeah. They mess with the then now forever thing, first of all, which just cracks me up when they intermittently Mm -hmm. do that from time to time on these shows. Like, oh, yeah, someone went in there and edited it, broke up, edited the picture to be upside down (laughs) for a second, because why not? You know, and
0: like Uh, make the sound get a little bit lower pitched for a second, like (laughs) near
1: but I mean, I guess they did it because we opened the show and oh, me, oh, my me, meow. Retribution introduced themselves to the world. Oh. Now, do they already
0: have the video package at this point when they come out? Or do we see that later in the show? I think it's later in the show. When the graphics start showing up. Okay.
1: Yeah. Oh, they have their own graphics later. Yeah, that's another thing. Um, But they reveal themselves to some degree. The ladies certainly reveal themselves. Dude, you know.
0: who? Yes. I, for- I forgot that this is just how-, how recently all of this has happened. Yeah. Yeah. These masks are so goddamn cheap-looking, especially on the women. I feel uh, like they took a piece of foam and, like, five paper clips and get, made them masks.
1: Yeah, I mean, CM Punk tweeted about Shane Thorne's hockey mask with, like, a paper plate from catering. <laughs> that <someone pebbles> <laughs>
0: Which I didn't even, like, that was the one that I didn't notice at all.
1: Like, I just right.
0: assumed that's just a hockey mask. But, yeah, well, as soon as he yeah. posted that picture, I was like, he might be right. That might just be paper. <laughs>
1: Yeah, his was, his was unoffensive enough that you barely looked at him. So that yeah. that helps. Um, but yeah, and they kind of don't reveal themselves. Like uh, that's all more that we will discuss in a moment. Um, but I it's very clear names that, at this point. Yeah, it's very clear that it's Mia Yim and Mercedes Martinez. Outside of that, you could be entered. You could entertain an idea of doubt, but it's yeah. Dominic Dajakovic, Dio Madden, and Shane Thorne. Yes. Um, but they're in Bane and Jason Voorhees masks for reasons uh-huh. that go unexplained like at least get like the respirator or something like go all out with it like have a breathing apparatus like attached to it and stuff like
0: oh man dude this and the thing so they do we reveal contracts at this point
1: yes i was just so i'm just saying basically what happened so they get in the ring and they all talk about how angry they are at the world and folks they were given contracts and now what does this mean? I don't know. Oh, I Fuck know you. exactly what
0: it means. They told okay, us that fem- well, fifteen times. It means they could do
1: anything to anyone uh, at any time. Right. Well, I was gonna say, I don't know from the standpoint of is that these five have contracts. Is that a blank check of a contract when it comes to like, oh, hey, I'm in retribution? Oh, well yeah. come on in. Like is the just- when when the,
0: the little like minions come out? I'm assuming all of those people have contracts at
1: this point. I mean, shit, if you're those people that got fired a few months ago, you'd be pretty pissed off. Like, you got cleared out so they could hire a stable of 22 (laughs) people. (laughs) we got to get retribution in here. Yeah. Um, So, and it's just, like, I feel like Vince just watched a documentary about, like, the Occupy Wall Street thing. Like, he somehow didn't notice it when it was happening. Yeah. Ten years ago (laughs) or whatever the hell that was now. Because it's very just, Ugh on the nose generic like network drama if they were writing like you know the video message from a terrorist group or something it would be this is what it would sound like it was just you know they hate everything and you are all whores and you're for your money and we don't it's like you know just all the most generic typical bullshit you could expect someone to write for this kind of thing
0: Yep, and like every single person that's reviewed it has pointed out they're doing this at the same time they're telling us we just got hired and we're now getting yes. paychecks from this company. Right. <laughs> Fuck all yeah. you people
1: that have paychecks from this company. <laughs> it's because it's also was it was never like an ultimatum kind of a moment either. Mm-hmm. You know, where it was like, you know, we're going to do this. If you don't give us contracts, it's like, okay, okay, okay. You know, we'll, we'll give you contracts. You know, something yeah. anything like that. Just now. The announcers, Church, of course, would have probably been the one that would have had to come out and give them contracts. But, you know, that's just how it goes.
0: The announcers do kind of, like, question that. So I think that is, like, part of the story of, like, who would have given these people contracts.
1: Ah, so that might, that would be, so is there, oh, no, dare I say, a Shane? Power
0: yeah, yeah. It the was
1: me. Because here's the thing about Shane. I've heard that he's the top writer. Now, like, he's not writer, but I mean, like, he's <laughs> in charge of creative. Oh, uh, okay. So, uh, Would it be all that surprising if he was also angling himself to be like the, you know, I'm the hip, cool dad that hired all these people that's going to come in here and take <laughs> down my dad's evil empire. Don't pay uh, attention to my gray hairs. Like, you know, he's, might he's, be. he's cool dad. You don't let your daughter sleep over at his house. Um, but yeah, so they have contracts and then know, hurt business. Whole other side of just many problems. But they come out and they tell them that they'll beat them up. You know, in that very MVP way that's a lot cooler than that. Um, yeah. And then many more people surround the ring, and you know what happens next. Big beat down. But I've t- – my, so my other issue with this is, like, so Retribution, we haven't even gotten to how bad – I mean, it's bad. But you also have Hurt Business that you've established as, like, the top heels on your Raw show. Mm-hmm. They're feuding with the catering crew. You know, they're trying to elevate all those guys. You know, veil yeah. the idea. And now they're also the protectors of Raw against this evil force. Yeah. Like, you literally have them in simultaneous feuds where they're the baby face and the heels. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Because there's nothing about retribution that's cool. You know what I mean? It's not like they're the NWO. They've definitely ruined any chance of that.
0: No. No, you're not wrong there. And they don't seem like... this is the WWE doesn't want us to think they're cool.
1: Right. No. Like it doesn't feel God, like I that's
0: at all the case. Um right. Yeah, I think you're right though.
1: <laughs> I just Like so there's I that. don't
0: understand why they're like leaning into it though because then next week on Raw it just continues and it's and it's right. mashed up together again where they're about to face off against the catering crew or whatever you're calling right. those guys. Yeah. <laughs> and and literally, well, that's MVP when the Retribution logo pops up.
1: Right. Oh, God. Uh, so, yeah. So that's just the opening of that show. And they, they we go on to continue at one point. We get, a oh, no, there's a beatdown going up down, backstage. Retribution, were are beating up Titus and Humberto. Like, why are you beating up Titus O'Neil and Humberto Carrillo? Is Humberto injured? I thought I heard. Well, maybe he is now. Who knows? You can't trust these people. <laughs> I thought he was in a tag match with Dominic not too long ago but he might be i don't know um yeah so i don't know again that's wow way to establish your dominance in this company you're beating up two people that haven't been on raw in six weeks or more yeah so that happens um and then they accept a challenge or they made a challenge hell i don't remember for the main event where we're gonna have ourselves a six person tag a man tag but you know at the time i guess it could have been people um yeah and a shit sandwich that was already, like, not good. But, like, okay, whatever. Like, let's just get through tonight. They just double down and decide to just spray diarrhea all over this thing. And they oh. name these people. Yeah. And they don't name them, like, oh, what is it? Like, is Dominic just, you know, just called Dijakovic now or something? Or, you know, like, <laughs> just Thorn or just Dio. Like, okay, that'd be cool. No, no. No, no. Their names are T Bar, T Bar, <laughs> Mace. Oh, I, I and love Mace. Slapjack, <laughs> which I haven't heard in wrestling since Stevie Ray. Dude,
0: slapjack is only heard in wrestling since, like, whenever the fuck slapjacks were an actual weapon. That well,
1: we used. well, yeah. Don't even get me started on the Urban Dictionary tweets that started coming out about <laughs> all these words, which are basically all <laughs> terrible if you look Dude. hard enough for it
0: t-bar mace and slack i mean the one thing that's yeah. interesting is that they didn't tell us the names of the other two like why wouldn't you no. already go ahead and just tell us all the five <laughs> names it's clear it was that-
1: like it was like a twitter thing i just noticed it i was like oh and i right now you're saying that i can't remember what the names are do you remember what the other two names are the ladies do they have them yet I They don't have names i think i can't remember now because yeah they there's fake twitter profiles out there tweeting from those names i feel oh like. okay I don't know. Maybe they don't, but it, yeah.
0: T bar on Twitter has been fantastic uh, since this night, but go ahead well, and let's continue. Well, it's
1: well, and it's been fun because you can't tell if you're actually looking at a Dominic Dijakovic tweet or if it's the fake one, because I was getting tricked for about three <laughs> days this week when I was just like, what is he doing? And I was like, Oh, I was like, son of a bitch. I was like, this is a, <laughs> I was like, this is a fake account because uh. the real one's not been much better, but it, not quite as ridiculous. Um, gotcha. So yeah, and then they wrestled and then King literally was giggling at their names during the match mm-hmm. on commentary, giggling about their names. Yeah. It's, it's. I mean, it's, there's a Mad Max element to it all. There's an obvious Bane and even his like overall message and thinking in the Dark Knight mm-hmm. kind of a deal to it all. It's the yeah. Occupy Wall Street, somehow mixed with the BLM movement of the summer, <laughs> and uh, it's just—it's just—it's all of these things that, yeah, it was a Rubik's cube to get anything decent out of this at the you know from go. Yeah. But now, and I haven't even watched Raw. Nothing you've said it, has made me feel any better about any of it.
0: If here's the thing, it like. If you wanted it to be this group that has these complaints against this company that specifically wants this company to fail, why are they T bar? Why isn't it Dominic Dijakovic, (laughs) Mia Yim? Like, why isn't it the wrestlers that have been either cut and you've rehired to do this or these people that, you know, have been in the developmental system for long enough that you're like, they have a legitimate complaint to not being established at this point?
1: it's the only one small redeemable thing they could do. And it wouldn't be much better is I hope that maybe they're trying to actually lead us to believe that we don't know who these people are and that there will be another revealing of who they are. You know what I mean? What like, mean? like they'll unmask or they'll like, you know, like and it will
0: be like, this is me Yim, Like,
1: right. Yeah. Or something. I don't know. Like, but but we not gonna, all know
0: who it is though.
1: Well, yeah, I don't know.
0: Like, <laughs> I mean, th- those masks didn't even cover their faces. Like, True, yeah. I, other than Slapjack. Slapjack is the only one that people are like, I think it's this person. But, it, you know, I guess it could have been.
1: Right. No, yeah, I don't know. It's just. I just don't
0: understand like because then you like we were talking about raw because now we heard that apparently they're in some of them are in quarantine
1: yeah so there's that
0: so you know you were saying like this is a great excuse to just drop it and just be done because they've been nothing but made fun of all week on on twitter and on wrestling shows and like T-Bar explained that like they're getting their paychecks to use the money in order to they're, they're using the money to fund their operation to bring the company down. Uh, what does that even mean? Like, uh, what, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I'll, and apparently like Mia Yim has just taken a full on shit posting at times. I don't know. That's what the squared circle saying. Spend, I don't know if it's the real com- person or not.
1: Well, I don't want to spend too much time because there's so much of it because that is another thing that I was complaining about. I was like, the whole, the, you know, one of these other things is that you still have, like, at least I'll give Dijakovic credit for being all in. Yeah. You know, like, because then you've got Mia Yim, who's still, like, posting pictures of her bulldog and, like, promoting her next Twitch stream. And it's like, ah, like, I know <laughs> we're not allowed to care about that anymore. And it, you know, I'm, uh, I'm supposed to just, like, that doesn't, that's yeah. fine. It's not, like, you're not just in, like, an angle Against somebody on TV, and you're the bad guy. You're part of a fucking terrorist organization <laughs> who's here to like take over this billion-dollar company, and you're gonna burn it to the ground. You know, yeah. like you're Tyler, Tyler fucking Durden shit here, and then you're on. Hey, come watch me play fucking Last of Us on Twitch tonight, and it's like, it's like. I mean, I love her. I'm not. That I'm not saying she shouldn't do that, yeah. But it's like maybe not right now. Like <laughs> I don't know. No, so it's just like it's just snake bit. There's just so you know it's too yeah, so extreme. So- I, you know, Dajakovic looks like an idiot kind of on Twitter for acting like he is. Then you got other people that are acting like their lives haven't changed at all on their social media. So
0: and so we had this whole week of this, and it feels like it's been three weeks since I remember the reveal. But <laughs> right. It, now, this week, you know, when you have the chance to get out of it because they're in quarantine, they Perfect. don't. They they double down, not necessarily double down, but like we get like the, the retribution scare in the match with the uh, three way match. And it's just like a going to break. Like all of a sudden, the fucking Thunderdome goes out, their logo pops up. The fucking hurt business who have just been sitting there mocking the Curtis, the. Call, like culinary guys, whatever Cruise, call Cruise and
1: Ricochet, yeah.
0: <laughs> Cruise and Ricochet. They've just been mocking yeah. them. Are now huddling together like they're gonna like defend the WWE against the fucking sure. coming retribution. We go to break, and when we come back, the match is just underway. <laughs> I don't know what like they, they tell us like, you know, we thought that it's- the retribution was gonna show up, but they didn't, and so the <laughs> match just started <laughs> Okay. It's it's
1: it's like retribution exists outside of the show or something it's like this i don't know this is what? this anomaly that operates outside of everything else and it's business as usual otherwise
0: then later on like just after that <laughs> instead of hacking into the show the way they have with the like the logo at the beginning and all that stuff michael cole goes and now here's a message from retribution and we just go to a video package and it's like <laughs> they're fucking their shit all cut down from last week over top of footage of them beating people up and stuff.
1: And see, it's just like the NWO. I don't know, that's the good thing. It felt very much, um,
0: to me, like GM mode vignette in order to keep the guy from having to wrestle a match. Like, that's what it felt like to me. They're like, we're just going to go to vignettes for two weeks until these guys get cleared of COVID, and then we'll come back.
1: (sighs) Yeah. So anyway, by all accounts of ours, anyway, it's not been great. It's not going well. No. I just drop the masks and the names and it will be fine you know what i mean just be like, like a quiet. collective of wrestlers well i mean which is yeah. what i was expecting it to be anyway i didn't think they were all going to go to the fucking halloween store and come back to raw you know what i mean like i was, the problem you know, I, was is, I knew it was going to be a group of wrestlers i mean they could have found some way to be uniform with one another yeah. like go get some fucking track suits or something cool like that you know like I, the
0: the big problem for me is like what do you like? You've already gone to the route of throwing Molotov cocktails at like right. equipment. Yeah. How does that yeah. not a stat, not, you know, basically get all your things done way better than whatever you could do beating up other wrestlers in the ring.
1: Yeah. And why did like, that seems to be
0: what much more like that's going to achieve your goals way faster. Your goals right. are, are simple. They're violent. You don't have yeah. to like, there's no reason to go through the system and wrestle other wrestlers. i don't understand that part yeah so anyway but whatever yeah retribution continues maybe it'll be our our permanent sid vicious dishes for the next months
1: they're working on it
0: seems to be the case yeah (sighs) so now normally that would bring us to a very specific moment in time um i had very little information on this company but tony did tell me that it was (sighs) april of 2001 apparently when this was shot right so that is where we're gonna head. I, I I had all this stuff about like this difficulty searching to find you. information,
1: but I told you to just stick with what you had. It didn't matter.
0: No, no, I don't mean that. I mean like oh. trying to search for like anything about this show. Like I was just trying to oh, find. Oh yeah, like, I what know the company. Like what did they team with someone when they produced this? Was ABTN a real company? Because you only hear it said once.
1: Um, but even like the real the real Indian productions there wasn't really yeah there's
0: not much on them but CWF apparently still exists to this day we'll talk more about that later on but yeah let's go ahead and head back to 2001 so April of 2001 we got to get there I've got four things to get you there let's go the
1: the four things time capsule
0: The four things are number one on April 1st of 2001. Tony, the WWF at that point uh, held WrestleMania 17 in the Astrodome of Houston, Texas, when Stone Cold Steve Austin defeated The Rock in a no disqualification match for the WWF championship.
1: Perhaps the greatest WrestleMania of all time. Is this X7? uh,
0: Is that 17? Okay. Yeah.
1: And without question, the greatest video package to a wrestling match of all time.
0: I've heard, yeah, a lot of people really like that. That's a good one. It is, it is, it's fantastic.
1: It's the My Generation Lip Biscuit video.
0: <laughs> it's good stuff. You're not wrong. But it is just interesting to see where the WWF is while this program is trying to begin their television run.
1: <laughs> it, it's, yeah how you produce this. And you're like, that's a TV show. It's like, okay, Based on nothing I've seen, but go ahead. Number two
0: in the world of sports, Seattle Mariners outfielder, Ichiro Suzuki had two hits and became the first Japanese position player to play in a regular season, major league baseball game as the Mariners beat the Oakland A's five, four at Safeco field in his first game with them in 2001. Yeah. It was 2001, the first first position player. Now, that's not pitchers, right? They've had a few pitchers, but but no position players.
1: Now, isn't that also like, aren't there some difficulties with that situation? You know what I mean? Like, I don't think it was the MLB was like, we don't want Japanese players here. Like, no,
0: I think it was probably something with Japan trying to keep their pros in their major league because it's a successful company like.
1: Exactly, because I was—I feel like in the past when you've heard about some of these big-profile t- pitchers, the b- things that these franchises have to go through, yeah, to make that happen, sometimes and it's like
0: you have to deal with them being dishonest about how old they are, how many times they've actually right. pitched already, right? Because yeah. a lot of it's like, well, this guy's starting to lose it. Let's sell him off to the major leagues, and yeah. we'll, you know, you got to pay twenty-five million just to talk to the guy. But right. so yeah, that,
1: so yeah, that, that that's amazing. Yeah, Ichiro is, you know. All-time great, for sure.
0: Absolutely, yeah. Number three, on April 23rd, Fatboy Slim released the single Weapon of Choice with the music video directed by Spike Jones with a Z starring Christopher Walken dancing around. And it's a very entertaining music video.
1: Yeah, absolutely. What what a time capsule that is there. Like, that's one of those, <laughs> whether you know or care who Fatboy Slim is, you're like, oh, yeah, that. I remember that.
0: Number four Looking at the world Of popular music While Janet Jackson Was just around the corner With a multi-week chart topper And all for you It wasn't uh-huh. yet here So this is the very First week of April Which was dominated By a song That would be turned Into a joke Just a summer later With the film Orange County Which if you've never seen Go watch it It's good It's yeah. the one hit wonder Crazy town With their song Butterfly Come my lady Come come my
1: lady you my butterfly Sugar. Sugar. Come my day. come come my day. you my butterfly. Sugar, baby. Such yeah. a sexy, sexy, pretty little thing. This little bitch, you got me sprung with your tongue ring. And I ain't gonna lie, cause your loving gets me high. So to keep you by my side, there's nothing that I won't try. Butterflies in her eyes and her looks to kill. Time is best in a mask. Could this be real? Cause I can't sleep, I can't hold still. The only thing I really know is she got sex appeal. I-
0: there you go, Tony.
1: Butterfly. Yeah. First of all, you didn't even warn me that that was the song this <laughs> week because I, I was not prepared for that. Oh. That song—it's it's, its its one of those songs where I don't even know if it's Crazy Town's fault, mm-hmm. like how bad that I, I think about that song is now more so than it, it is. Just like how Orange County kind of illustrated yeah. the reaction that some people <laughs> took to that song. Where. That's not even really Crazy Town's fault. That maybe is why I dislike it as much as anything. So But
0: dude, it has been so long since I watched the music video. I forgot how oh, like absolutely God. douchey it is. Like the lead oh. singer's got his shirt off the entire time. He's got these tacky oh, yeah, tattoos. Like flowers. And he has got stars tattooed on the balls of his shoulder. Whatever. Some people like right. having the like the sym- sym- you know symmetrical tattoos there. But the music <laughs> yeah. video Uses them like they fly off his body as these like magical (laughs) symbols, and they fly into the sky. I was like, "What the fuck Uh, is happening in this thing?" Yeah,
1: I just I just remember I think those guys were on Ozfest like that year. Oh Jesus! And dude, they got so much shit. At least when they were in India, yeah, I can imagine. Because that is a band that outside of that song, you'd be like, "Oh yeah, I could see them," you know, being on like the second stage of Ozfest. But then that song (laughs) came out, and it's like, "Oh no, no, no! You're no longer welcome here." Oh, so
0: yeah. Here's the uh, the the, t- the time now of where we're at, uh, April of 2001, when the CWF behind Ernie Todd, the Big Kahuna, decided to produce a television pilot and try to, pr- you know, get a contract with some television company. I guess.
1: Yeah, I mean, locally, I suppose it could have worked.
0: Uh, according to the YouTube guy that posted this. It's, uh, AWA stuff, I think is the YouTube channel. Yeah. Um, you had found it. You, you were the yeah. one that got linked up to this, but I'd seen in the comments that he had replied to someone and said that he actually found this way. He was cleaning his house. It was a VHS copy that he bought when he went to a CWF show. And huh. he said that, you know, it was an unsold TV pilot that they were just trying to make some money back on. So they were selling <laughs> VHS copies at the show. And, uh. Wow. I don't know. Uh, it seems wild that this thing was produced, but oh goodness, it is it is
1: quite the watch. Yeah, it's like you want to like pull for the the little guy in these situations, but whew, man, or sometimes you just it's your fault. Like you just got to get out of your own way. Like this is yeah. At no point, well, it's passable at, at a few points, but it's not good.
0: Whatever the company that's currently around that's called the CWF still carries the lineage of this because they have a Hall of Fame that they inducted Ernie Todd into in 2017.
1: (laughs) Uh, Well, I mean, God bless him. I'll give him an A for effort.
0: You mentioned the the real Indian productions uh, earlier. Um, th- they've still got this like First Nations link on their like website and stuff where they've got like boot camps Ugh. and wrestling training and like anti-bullying classes and during winter time they do a- an ice road tour where they take wrestling shows to like these fucking distant towns that are oh, yeah. only accessible by ice road and airplanes so I was like that's pretty well, that's, interesting
1: uh, yeah well that's the cl- I mean, if you ever listen to the episodes of Killing the Town or I think even when Jericho's had some of those people on but yeah. Lance and Don would talk about those tours that they would take, you know, with that's his face that talked like the 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 promoter that would take like them Edge and Christian and Rhino, mm-hmm. and they'd be driving buses over ice, hoping <laughs> that it doesn't like bust and stuff, going to these, you know, <laughs> native nations that like eight people would come to their show in oh, a high school God. gym that they like slept on the floor in the gymnasium or something.
0: When I was so. trying to find like any information about the show, like I. I found the CWFE Pro Fed, which is just like someone's like oh, fake God. Efed, and dude, that has got a very detailed and long history on this Wikipedia. There's hardly anything about the CWF company on Wikipedia
1: that I could find. Right. Some things are best left to the, the to not being documented in history.
0: So yeah, so I guess that brings us to the start of the show. Then do you have any other any other information we should get out of the way or?
1: No, not beforehand here. We uh, we open things up, promising enough, with the king of old school, Steve Carino. You,
0: you say that. Uh, One of the other There's there's like 10 comments below this YouTube video At this point it was just right. posted like the day That you saw it so right. There's not a lot of response yet but the one comment That I did see that I wanted to just downvote But I wasn't logged in so I couldn't Uh, yeah. He said you know I got 15 seconds in and saw the king of old school Steve Carino and knew enough to know That this was going to be crap And then just like <laughs> didn't keep watching I was like you piece of shit I like Steve yeah. Carino
1: well, you know, hey, people have their uh, taste. That's okay. But, yeah, he talks about how great ECW was, which I was like, well, <laughs> this is off to a real well, promising start. He says how great ECW
0: was, but then he also says, but this place makes ECW well, yeah, look like exactly. child's play.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah. After he talks about all those things you loved about ECW, he eventually gets around to tell you that this company is better.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that uh, that ECW thing, that's going to be shit after you watch this. You're going to hate ca- ECW now.
1: Yeah. It's just, it just sounds... Re- Sorry, go ahead. No, I was say the Canadian Wrestling Federation is the place for all your hardcore needs. <laughs> and this is yeah. the best wrestling going today.
0: Dude, when he did the best wrestling going today, I thought, I was like, this is Bruno Sammartino 20 years ago at the Clash 20 or whatever, or 10 years ago at that.
1: <laughs> Only because you brought it up, I will mention that, like, coincidentally i started watching through the saturday nights on the network and i hit that like stride after that clash we watched mm-hmm. up to the halloween havoc bruno is around for weeks and it is <laughs> paint dry oh. drying on a wall boring when him and jim ross talking about anything or doing commentary
0: does he just like take shots at the wwf the whole time
1: that's other company then they don't know good wrestling anymore <laughs> here in wcw we've got brad armstrong oh jesus uh, no He's and I will also tell you an um, update on the top rope vote because remember, when they voted that, they yeah, didn't like yeah, it. yeah. So, Bill Watts, because also I got to get the Brad Armstrong thing. So, Bill Watts came out and said, All right, well, because you all told us how you felt, we decided that we were gonna you know, honor that. And the upcoming light heavyweight championship tournament is going to have no top rope rule, <sighs> it's gonna be extended for this tournament.
0: Oh my God. I love so, I love specialty rules for tournaments and, and specific <laughs> brands of matches.
1: But the best thing is like they make that announcement and then I don't know what happens. But the next like week they're like, oh, and uh, that tournament's going to be sometime in nineteen ninety three. So they <laughs> have to push it. So they have to push this tournament back now that That's they're not going to have. And he already made this announcement about the top rope rule. So he's just like, yeah, you can jump. Everybody can jump off the top rope. Like uh, it's it's fine you just can't use a knee you can't drive down a knee into the opponent who's down but on top of all this remember our friend Brad Armstrong who had his title taken away from him because he couldn't defend it he's literally on Saturday night the week after that clash of the champions having matches and there just isn't a champion now there just
0: isn't a champion (laughs) oh my god dude that is such a mess
1: and I'm past Halloween Havoc now on those Saturday nights and they still don't have a light heavyweight champion and I'm starting to think they're just not going to do it Anyway, I like that. Yeah, Sorry. that's
0: that's amazing. So we get the rock riff opening of this. Oh, God, which is rock. the same like 5 seconds just over and over again.
1: Not a bad start. No.
0: now this is all we got bro this is good enough <laughs> just just put some put some footage in front of that that's fine no cause that's all it is
1: the thing that always blows me away is especially if you're running a wrestling company and you run in cer- these circles like you don't yeah. know one band like you don't have one buddy yeah. that isn't a garage band or around this time some new metal ba- rip off band like that would be happy to fucking write you a song and let think? you use it for whatever you wanted to.
0: Oh, yeah. It also starts with the, the fake ECW Joey Styles. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh. And then they put holy shit chants in there. And yep. later on, we're going to have to censor every time someone in the crowd curses. Oh, but for God. some reason, we could put "holy shit" in the fucking intro. These guys are not getting paid from any television station that they screen this for.
1: Did you imagine how much trouble they had to go through to censor all those, all the swearing? It's constant too. Like you'll, it, it's going to
0: sound like I'm editing the show. It's right. not edit points. It's just them cutting out people
1: cursing. <laughs> oh wow! So anyway, we already got through the open here. Big Kahuna. I mean, just. When I say the name Big Kahuna, whatever comes to your mind is exactly what Big Kahuna is.
0: No, when you say Big Kahuna, I'm thinking, like, cartoon-level, like, mob boss, like, spilling out overweight, uh, you know, with a cigar hanging out of his mouth. This guy's more Don West.
1: I guess. He's kind of like local dive bar biker guy a little bit
0: yeah he does have a bit of a biker edge to him here especially here you see right later on he just looks like don west because he's got a hawaiian shirt tucked into his black jeans but here (laughs) he does look like a wrestler and a bit more of like a biker guy but yeah the big kahuna has this to say
1: the beating of your life and swan
0: you stick your nose in my business you're gonna find out why they call me the big kahuna the man that makes them and he breaks them the man who makes them and he breaks them he's the creator and destroyer tony it's triple h
1: i mean i gotta tell you i i think we have discovered an absolute star (laughs) right here how does the world not know about big kahuna and why doesn't he get talked about more often?
0: That, I'm telling you, man, Ernie Todd has only gotten recognition in the CWF Hall of Fame from 2017, <laughs> but he deserves much Vince. more recognition. Um, yep. No, he thinks he is Vince McMahon because he oh, is yeah. the star of this show. This show Ugh. is going to revolve around the Big Kahuna, and if you think you can get away from the Big Kahuna, he's going to show up on announced team and be right back into the thing. Like There is not a second of this show where he does not have a microphone to his mouth
1: no you're right he's talking the whole time yeah we hear someone say (laughs) hit the music as we come back from the commercial break which I love that yeah well
0: that was the thing yeah we played that intro Mm -hmm. we we, it was two minutes of that music behind random highlights
1: that weren't impressive
0: that weren't all that impressive and none of which we're going to see on the show and then Ernie Todd Big Kahuna said that I make him and I break (laughs) him we went to commercial break I would be turning the channel immediately I don't know about you (laughs)
1: Well, he also is like, he's name dropping and he's not even giving us full names of wrestlers, but you're talking about, you got to think I'm someone that doesn't know anything about your company yeah. and he's talking about Swan and it's like, who, what, what are it? What is any of this? Like you haven't established anything. Just, and you're already out here talking about storylines. I know
0: that the guy's name is Swan, but I cannot not hear happy gilmore or is it happy right. gilmore or billy madison whatever Billy one, madison billy madison i cannot not hear that anytime that yeah. he says like anytime he starts yelling about swan i'm just like stop looking at me like it's just like right. jesus i can't get that out of my brain but yeah
1: no that's you're right
0: we come back from break yeah. for match number one which is going to be a big kahuna match he is going to be wow. competing according to got, the the plan
1: yeah well we'll get to that in a second oh first of all you can't you can't hear the ring announcer it's like this is a TV taping, guys. Like, and I can't understand the ring announcer. No, like that is unacceptable. That's Rand- a, just
0: another. We also are are dealing with VHS degraded well, quality yeah. here. Like the audio is not going to be great. That's a good point. Because that's that and the Canadian accent is going to be the cause of a lot of confusion, I think, for myself. <sighs> but
1: man, I love that though. I love me some Canadian accent commentary. Though. That is something <laughs> that I came away from this show wanting a whole lot more of. <laughs>
0: Just give me three random dudes that have never commentated anything, and just and let never chat.
1: and never introduced themselves, and never really <laughs> you never can really tell one from the other. Like they're you know what I mean like I don't know, it's hilarious. No, like you're this. not is wrong. Just, um, what an announced team. Sid,
0: so yeah, do you have more before we get to match one?
1: Well, no. You can go ahead and say it. I guess I had a lot of I just had some notes before the match, but only because of everything that happens before we finally get to the match. So you can go ahead and say it though.
0: Match number one: Big Kahuna, the CWF CEO. And they never say his name. Uh, Someone yells at him, "Ernie" from the crowd. But Ernie Todd, (laughs) excuse me, taking on Curtis Youngbear.
1: Good God! Although that makes undershoot
0: fight rules, whatever that means.
1: (laughs) But here comes Big Kahuna, and he's on a crutch. Oh man, dude, this this, is gonna be good.
0: We are in like a elementary school gymnasium slash theater. Yep. I was like, I mean, amp, it's, amp qu- the it's, it's quite a set for the taping here. Uh, the, the crowd is, they they all the seats are full. The seats they have are full, but there's so much space between this ring and that crowd. Like, oh, yeah. there's not, like, they can't even get very close at all. Um, yeah. Anyways, the Kahuna, like you said, gets on the mic. He says he was upstairs. He was getting ready. I don't know why I'm doing an accent there. He was upstairs. He was getting ready. He got attacked by two men in masks, and he starts describing what they smell like.
1: Tonight, nope. Wrong get... one. Here it is. He needs a good slap. You guys think about this. Big Kahuna
0: just finished off a match with three guys. You know if he was ready to wrestle, he'd come out and he'd wrestle. There must be a problem. that that little that was not an edit point at all it was just censoring the crowd anyways he cannot wrestle because he was shoved down some stairs by gene swan and his buddy hunter
1: well people that he says smelled like gene swan and his buddy the hunter is
0: it the hunter or his buddy hunter
1: Uh, that's a good actually that's a good point i had thought it was the hunter but his (laughs) buddy hunter is a lot funnier if that's the case (laughs) Um, I was thinking, like,
0: I'm picturing Trailer Park Boys characters, like, right. it's Which just is those what two hooligans are. from down the road. Right. They push
1: me um, down there's, the stairs. There's, there's no way he can wrestle as much as he wants to get in there and teach some respect to uh, old Young Bear or whatever in there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he then beats Young Bear up, though, with a crutch. <laughs>
0: Like, there's no <laughs> there's no sense of timing to any of this. Like, he no. just, he stops talking. Young Bear just randomly turns his back for no reason. And then mm-hmm. he picks up the crutch and smacks it on the back. Yep.
1: And we get the Kahuna. We get Kahuna with the half crab. The devastating half Boston crab. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the Gene Swan and the hunter, I guess? Is this who comes out I to think,
0: help him? I think so. Yeah, they're guys in long coats. Because then know there's how this how other guy smell, that shows but... up
1: and... Then he's in the match, and I don't know what's going on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Kahuna gets on the mic, though, again, because we can't go too long without hearing well, from him.
0: I want to point out the announcers. You heard a little bit of them just before the Kahuna last time when they're talking about, you know, he needs to just get a slap. Uh, but, yeah. yeah, they're talking about, all oh, the big Kahuna, dirty snake in the grass. And he's like, oh, he just got sn- <laughs> that snake bit him. That's what happened. And this is like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Oh, oh
1: man, But the Randy, is the best part One of the
0: announcers is named Randy I know that at this point, because one of them says Randy, and then at another point like someone calls him R-Man uh, but I don't know the other announcer's name Kahuna at some point will join and whenever he does, a third oh, guy yeah. leaves
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's true Well, thank God, because four would be too much Um Yes, yeah. big Kahuna, back on the mic Kahuna's knee is too hurt to continue So even though he was just going he, he can't anymore
0: He's changed uh, his mind. We're, we're back yeah. to being injured again.
1: Yeah, but then he's like, "Well, all right." He well, tells him, "Get back."
0: The, the just before that, the like, there's a person in the crowd cursing at Eddie at, at Ernie. Yes, probably like awesome. the guy that's just always there. You know, he's yep. been there forever, so he's been giving shit to the owner. And Ernie is like, "I'm fucking doing a TV taping. Like, we can't curse right now, man. Like,
1: can't do it." <laughs> Shut the hell up, you! I can't see that word in here. We're on TV! Stop
0: that that moment where it kind of got quiet like he he says you want a piece of me he goes okay fine and he goes to go fight him and then he's like no i got to keep talking so he picks the mic back up again and he starts uh, into the you want a piece of me thing again
1: it is just and th- th- i'm going to say right now the, i wish the crowd would shut the hell up <laughs> like i have never seen a <laughs> crowd so persistent oh. in their heckling the like, constant, constant heckling. Usually people are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you heckle, and then you well, like you sit there. They just don't stop. Can you it's imagine like,
0: though? They're they're shooting a television pilot, and this guy right. is like the main character all the way through. I, do you think right. he's just like been this for weeks and weeks? And they're just like, I'm sick of watching this asshole. Like, fuck you, Big Kahuna. <laughs> like, we're just gonna well, fuck
1: man. you all the time. Maybe, but man, it is. I've. It's just the the crowd never. It's like cheer and make those kind of noises, but man, this place just heckles, and they never stop heckling.
0: (laughs) No, you're not wrong. So yeah, you're right though. He, you know, you want a piece of me, you want a piece of me, and he says, "Back up, I'll get in the ring." Back up, and when he finally says like "back up" like the fifteenth time, there's another wrestler in the ring. Suddenly, he attacks. The bell rings, and we throw to commercial break
1: great great timing what
0: and then we don't even come directly back to a match no we
1: come back this a few times
0: it's so weird we come back with a purple smoky room where in walks a wannabe gangrel yeah who says are you afraid of the dark you should be and then he laughs and he's got vampire fangs yeah his name is dark rain Dark
1: Rain. (laughs) dark rain
0: Sorry. Dark Rain. I apologize. Yeah. I thought it was a D at the end.
1: No, it's what it, I did too. I thought it was, and I have it here as Raid. And then I looked up title histories, and he wins something. Ah, so
0: okay. Yeah.
1: But now we come back from break, and now it's time for what? Match number one?
0: I guess I, I'd consider this as match two, because I thought the, right. the, the crutch was match
1: one. <laughs> All right, we'll find match two. It's Madman Martin. Taking on Tomahawk Jean Swan. Yeah. And these okay. gimmicks wouldn't, these gimmicks aren't as offensive as usual just due to the fact that this is like being run by an Indian reservation. It looks like it maybe even on an Indian reservation.
0: Yeah, I'm not hundred percent on that. I was curious about that too, because I was like, maybe they have good natives, like the good number of like native people living up there. I was like, but right. so far the, it looks like a bunch of dudes that are like, they're 23 and me would be 48% German, 50% Irish, 2% wow, yeah. grandma was a liar telling stories to children. Um, right. There is that. that Because that, this guy looks just like some big, bald, white dude, Gene Swan. I don't know. But yeah, True. he's Tomahawk Gene Swan. Maybe he's one of the native peoples. Right. First Nations, I think that they were saying is is the official. Yeah, First Nations. Official yeah. name, yeah. So, uh, but yeah. There's also a dude that's making his way to ringside already. And I was just like, oh, it's the big kahuna still. Okay, great.
1: Yeah. He's yep. still around. Yeah, he joins the commentary team. And uh, not long after he sits down, one of my favorite lines of the entire show takes place. When What's that? He just, one of the country goes, How's the leg, eh? <laughs> How's the leg, eh?
0: I missed it. Damn.
1: Yeah. These guys have a match. It's funny that this is like supposed it's- to be ECW because.
0: Well, this one specifically, they're just like, they're using this like long belt thing, this like piece of leather. Well, I guess it belongs to one of them. I think it's it's Madman's. Yeah. Yeah, because Martin's just choking him. He's just like wrapping it around his throat, pulling it over his shoulder and choking him, choking him over the ropes. Um,
1: Swan would hit a spear at some point, and Kahuna would say that that move should not be allowed in wrestling. Yes.
0: Yeah, he says that's not allowed. I don't understand that one at all. But yeah, in spawn like Swan when he hits that spear, is already bleeding all over the place. The announcers haven't noticed it yet. But he's bleeding. I don't know what happened. There was like a neck breaker and suddenly he was bleeding. Uh Kahuna says he was upstairs warming up for the last hour before the match. Uh and he knew it smelled like Swan because that man never wears deodorant. Um yeah. and we're told hilarious. about Team Impact, which is the big Kahuna's faction. And he says they're alive and well. Was like whatever that means.
1: <laughs> yeah, he also mentions that uh, he looks like the Red Rooster. Yeah, says Kahuna, talking about Madman. I guess.
0: No, he's talking about Swan because Swan does have some red in his hair.
1: Oh, okay.
0: On the top, it's a little bit uh, a little bit what's his name fucking from WWF in the old days. Red Rooster? N- not Red Rooster, the actual oh. American Indian character. Oh, Tatanka. Yes, it's a little Tatanka, but um, there's a really shitty Trouble in Paradise by Gene Swan. Both men go down for about a four count, and then a clothesline by the madman. Kahuna continues to say that Swan had to be the man who attacked me from behind. He calls him a coward, and the announcer, mm. Randy, says there are no cowards here in CWF. it made me laugh he's like there's no cowards here uh swan with a shoot back body drop it was the most tortured back body drop i've seen in a long time
1: yeah madman would get into it with some idiot kid in the front row who won't shut up and never shuts up actually no no constant Um, madman was also up first after that back body drop and was (laughs) choking gene swan yeah i guess gene was just done he's just gonna lay there Swan would actually roll out and just bend over and like catch his breath outside the ring. Like, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Like, he literally just went out there to like put his hands on his knees and like, (gasps) like just take a bunch of deep breaths. Like, he was really tired.
0: Yeah, the announcers say, oh, he's putting on a colorful beating. And uh, the fans make fun of him for being adopted. So that's, you know, that's classy, guys. Uh, Martin chokes him some more with the oversized belt. And I just have, did this announcer just learn the term Adam's apple?
1: Just about took his his throat out. Just about took his Adam's apple, his larynx. he took his Adam's apple out. out. Adam's feet. apple. So what are you doing now, you big? Adam's
0: apple just about to take it out. To talk after this. We get it, man. Adam's apple. We yeah. got it.
1: They're the same thing. Like they're in the same area, though, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah. Now Kahuna's at ringside, arguing with Swan madman with the ring bell and hits gene swan in the head with it i don't know why we're hiding this i mm-hmm. thought this was all perfectly acceptable um double under underhook fucking famous or thing uh for the one two three and your winner madman martin
0: real quick during all of this they also at some point start talking about how just how extreme last night's show was in brandon yeah. we're, we're barred from brandon from now on we can't go back
1: yeah we had the barbed wire rope match and they they shut it down they said we couldn't do that barred from brandon
0: we can't run that match anymore yeah.
1: Just too extreme, too severe.
0: wrestling, <laughs> too down. So actually, that uh, that cut in his head could have been opened up from last night.
1: I've seen a lot of other wrestlers here tonight. They all look like they could sport bruises or cuts. It's that quite been a heck of a show last night. It's quite possible. It's quite possible. <laughs> too extreme, too, too severe. E-
0: too extreme, man. Too e- too too severe. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So then, this is all happening. Um, they're talking about the most extreme wrestling shows and before the match can end, the kahuna leaves to go to the washroom. Did you mm-hmm. ma- did you mention that?
1: No, go ahead.
0: Cuz when he leaves Swan then dives out onto Martin on the floor, Randy wonders about the dirty moves that are coming from Kahuna. Kahuna distracts Swan, which allowed Martin to get up behind him and grab the ring bell, and that's when all that went down. Then like you said, the double underhook fame master which looked ridiculous. I yeah. ne- I never thought that that was a move that you could do, but um in runs the other long coat guy i'm guessing this is hunter he looks like another dad um he stands over the downed swan and kahuna yells at the announcers that he was in the washroom he didn't go over there (sighs) that we just saw him on camera doing that yeah it's just Uh, so like hackneyed like i can i can be like vince mcmahon too i can be a bad guy that just doesn't
1: admit when he's wrong Right. Yeah. No. I mean, it's understandable to say to draw inspiration from the popular trends at the time, but yeah, it's sh- pretty shameless here. And you don't do anything to present yourself like a Vince McMahon with your fucking cut off sleeve shirts and <laughs> you know the other stuff. Like, you look like a boss at least. If you're gonna be the boss character, then look like a boss.
0: Yeah. Oh. Uh, so we go to commercial break. We come back. We see CWF champion Robbie Royce. Oh God. And we're told that uh, Steve's been gone from this promotion for 16 years. Steve Carino, that is. <laughs>
1: well, is this company like the oldest in existence or something. Like- <laughs> no
0: idea. Yeah, and uh, and so yeah, tonight I'm taking your North American title, says Robbie Royce. He calls himself the only show worth watching. Uh
1: huh.
0: Yeah, it, it's is not it, good. it is
1: yeah. it is a wrestling promo. From an individual who has hit his absolute ceiling on what his capabilities are and cutting a wrestling promo like yeah, it's not great, I've seen worse, and I don't think it could probably get any better
0: yeah that's that's a good a good analysis um so now some music the same music that I was playing from the intros played over clips of wrestlers bleeding and doing big spots like
1: dives and weapons <laughs> this, this fucking bullshit I'm like, what is this?" <laughs> Because this is oh, and then they like reveal. It's like they have Gene Swan playing like the Indi- the crying Indian, yeah. While you're doing this at home, you're making him cry, kids.
0: Oh, uh, and remember, we're trained professionals. Don't try this oh, at yeah.
1: home. I don't know about that. Jesus. Oh, I thought you're playing something. Yeah, no, I couldn't believe like what I was watching. I was like, I was like, oh, oh it'd be nice if some of this was on this show, you know. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> like he's just standing there, like, but don't try any of this at home, you know, like, mm-hmm. or you'll make tomahawk cry um goodness So yeah just crack, i just i was like produce a pilot okay guys I, yeah we don't need a psa just yet <laughs> like you haven't even <laughs> Dude, done any of this right you're trying and, to produce psa's for your show
0: every every commercial break when we come back we get a warning about how violent this yes. show is by the way like every single commercial break so yeah they're they're making sure to let you know but we come back for match number three unknowingly our main event of the show because i didn't i thought this was like an hour and a half show two hour show but no this is a 40 minute show that they added a 40 minute match at the end
1: um we'll spend four minutes on
0: match number three the nwa north american championship match it's your champion steve carino battling your cwf champion robbie royce and so the fans are real big fans of steve he claps hands with everybody
1: well, I also love. So you're producing a TV pilot, and I know this stuff wasn't maybe as crazy back in this day, but you have, and again, a man after my own heart with his musical taste. But Steve Carino comes out to The Smiths, "How Soon Is Now," and they yeah. just play it. Yeah, like you, you wanted this on TV. Like you can't use popular music like that. Yeah, that kind of blew my mind as well. Um, I I also love that this is your premiere episode, your pilot, and you're gonna put your big baby face in there with somebody who's much better and more popular yes yeah so and, okay. and who we're,
0: we're gonna introduce as winnipeg steve oh that's winnipeg <laughs> steve there so glad he's back
1: yeah, yeah. Oh, but but go robbie go robbie he's a hometown <laughs> guy um
0: you know a good wrestler when they got their name on their tights and uh, no, here tonight we got oh we got two guys that both got their name on their tights so nope. you never you never know
1: it is pretty great analysis, though, but oh, <laughs> shit. Just when you thought maybe we could enjoy a segment of this show. Here comes the big kahuna. Yeah, he announces. And again, I didn't even bring this up. But oh, he, he was.
0: He, he comes out to bat to the bone.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's right. Of course he does, because <laughs> again, if I told you guys it was big kahuna, like you would definitely <laughs> think that he's going to come out to this and definitely has like a Harley shirt on. Um And he makes this an ECW rules match. Yeah. We're going to further screw over our local star here. Yep. Steve, since I
0: like you, I'm going to make this an ECW rules match. So anything goes. I'm doing this for you, Steve.
1: So, yeah, they talk about all the places they can go and nothing's off limits. Um,
0: Yeah. Steve's like, so I can throw Robbie off the balcony onto his head. That's okay. Yeah, Yar. yeah. Yeah, that's, that's totally fine. Uh, uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. He's just like, falls count anywhere. I'm going to kick your ass all over Winnipeg. So this is also total baby face. Yeah. And I think Robbie Royce, I don't know that he's supposed to be a baby face because he's part of team oh, okay. impact.
1: Oh, but, that's right. Yeah. But, but why would you do any of this?
0: Yes. I don't understand. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs>
1: Oh, oh man. We See, go to commercial, we, we come right back to
0: commercial, it blew me away as well We, we hype, 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 commercial break
1: Damn Yeah. It. And we come back from the break, DP And we are introduced to The Canadian Crime Spree Fighter Is that what he says?
0: <laughs> I think he's just the Canadian Crime Spree Spider is his name Oh But yes, this is Spider
1: This is the Canadian Crime Spree Spider Some uh, people say I'm too him. violent Some people say, I'm too extreme. (laughs) Well, too bad.
0: Dude, that fucking repeating, like, 1.5-second CWF chant that they've got going Uh. on. I can't imagine in the world of tape... I mean, this is 2001, so maybe they did have a digital ability to record it and edit it down. Right. I just couldn't imagine, like, tape-to-tape trying to produce that into something.
1: God. No, that... Why? Why would you just record 30 seconds of it at a fucking show? Um, yeah, you can't
0: You can't convince your crowd that has paid money to be there to just chant your company name for, like, yeah. 30 seconds yeah. for your recording. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, so his name is Spider. With a Y. With a Y, of course. And in the title history that I was speaking of earlier, spoiler, Mr. I- or Royce here wins this match. Yes. He, he relinquishes the title after leaving the company. What? Not long after this. Yes, and then he would, Dark Reign would win the vacant title oh, Jesus. and would lose it to Spider before the belt was like, I can't remember if it was retired or they just got it the hell out of
0: Canada. The NWA oh. one or the CWF title?
1: NWA one. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Oh, man. Sorry. So, yeah.
0: yeah, after Spider leaves, we then hear one of the announcers go, all right, I guess I got a goal. Here comes Kahuna. And so he just gets up and leaves and Kahuna joins
1: yeah, because you know, when, yeah, he tells us all about it. the cortisone shot he got for his knee. It's like you're not wrestling, so why are you yeah. like, explaining? But, well,
0: because they're asking. it. Where's that limp? What happened to your limp? Oh, from earlier?
1: right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, they they don't okay, they don't let
0: him get a, get away with the the leg thing. They're, they they kind of give him shit all the time for it.
1: Yeah. So, uh, you know, men lock up. Robbie drops to his knees to avoid a punch. Karina would drop to his knees and slap Robbie in the face. I liked that quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And he then struts around the ring. We learned that Robbie Royce won the CWF championship from Paul Diamond. And uh yeah, Kahuna love- then takes that as the cue to talk about how he brings in all the to- all the stars. Yes. And I'm like, listen, yep. I-, I don't Paul Diamond's a hell of a hand, but I'm not sure if that would be one of my shining examples of our star power.
0: And I love the announcers sucking up to the the promoter man here where they're like Oh, and fans, if you want if you want the big kahuna to bring these big stars to your town, you just give us a call. Just give us a call and we'll we'll tell you how you can, you know, come on out or we can come to you. Yeah. Uh Royce uh-huh. with a headlock, we're told Carino has an NWA world title shot on the line in the coming days down in Tampa.
1: Which he wins.
0: Uh so that makes sense that he would drop this title. Uh very mm-hmm. fast pin attempts back and forth ends with a standoff and applause break, which is great. But the problem is the announcers have this thing where it's going to happen multiple times tonight. Similar to the Adam's Apple thing where it just gets repetitious, but this one is where all three men feel the need to say the exact same phrase in about the span of 15 seconds. This time, it's give an inch.
1: And neither competitor is backing off an inch. They can't afford to back off an inch. When you give an inch, they take a mile.
0: Neither competitor willing to give an edge here
1: looks
0: like, you know, even though I ordered an ECW rules, so far, we've seen a nice,
1: clean match. Oh, so yeah, it's been a nice, clean match here with these ECW rules. I'm glad we made ECW rules. So we go to commercial um, and we come back and again, we're in the middle of this show's main event, a title match. Probably the best star you're going to get in this company. And we come back and we got Tomahawk Gene (laughs) calling out Big (laughs) Kahuna. Did you see where he's from? no.
0: He's Tomahawk Gene Swan from Dog Creek Reserve, Manitoba. And I was like, I love oh. that name, Dog Creek oh. Reserve.
1: that is nice. Yeah, but he's gonna like treat Big Kahuna like General Custer or something it was not good. Okay, Kahuna, you think you got the upper hand this time, but I can promise you one thing. Come the next show, you will feel like General Custer did it his last time.
0: He's like walking off as he finishes. Uh, Like he seems so uncomfortable talking on camera.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's what's funny is like he's almost seems like he's positioned as like the top babyface in this company fighting Big Kahuna. And you can tell he is so uncomfortable doing anything outside of wrestling. Like he doesn't want to, he's not happy about it. Um, so finally, so, oh, hey, yeah, there's a wrestling match. Um, this ECW rules match has finally moved to the outside. Um, Carino even you imploring fans with their, weapons at ringside including a horn of some kind vuvuzela a vuvuzela yeah. a Vuvuz- oh, jesus i'm glad no one was blowing it and then a fly swatter which is just kind of gross like i guess it's, it's hopefully it's new. It's an
0: extra large fly swatter so i think it's like a gimmick one so i don't know that it would ah. but yeah it is weird yeah he slaps robbie in the butt with that one and the announcer's like oh this is a fans bring the weapons match all of a sudden um you know, which it's like
1: staple of this time.
0: Yeah, you don't remember that was like what was going on in ECW. Um, yeah. So, well, maybe there was a fly down there. Oh, there's another fly. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, so he's giving him a licking in the derriere. We're told, uh, but back in the ring, Robbie is able to take momentum immediately back outside of the ring, and yeah. Carino gets thrown into the fans in the front row, which like legit just thrown into the lap of like five guys.
1: I mean, listen, I was a big fan of independent wrestling shows around the, you know, you know, around this time and years after this and stuff. And hey, that was a staple. You know, sometimes you weren't paying attention. You didn't move fast enough. You get a wrestler in your lap. It's just how it goes. Uh, yeah. So Robbie's kind of in control. Carino turns the tide, uh, whips him into the wall. Yes. So these guys are in the crowd. They're
0: fighting into mm-hmm. the crowd. The ECW staple. We got to walk through right. the crowd and fight in different oh, yeah. areas of the room. Well, yep. the, the announcers. Give up the ghost right away! They tell us, yeah, we can't see any of this.
1: This great competitor is battling it out in the middle of the vans. We got no footage over that way. We can't see. We got no camera hey, feed. not nothing. Be careful up there, Kuna. Yeah, you're, 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 you there. your knee might give out. Your knee might give out there, Kuna. I think Kuna's standing heavy on his chair. Kuna, okay. and here's the impact of those shots getting exchanged by both men
0: (laughs) we're gonna we're gonna keep talking we don't know what's happening but we're gonna keep talking about whatever we think is going on over
1: there i just love that kahuna's bright idea too that he's gonna stand up and get to a advantage point that he can see what's happening that doesn't help the commentary of the show like he doesn't have
0: his mic with him
1: no so (laughs) just amazing absolutely amazing stuff um they yeah. fight towards the exit and I was like, "Guys, th- th- you can't you can't do this." Like <laughs> I thought they were about to go outside and I was like, "What are they going to do if these two there, go fight in the parking lot?" When
0: when he just steps out that door, it is oh, pitch, pitch like black. there's not there's not a nothing. light in the fucking parking lot. <laughs>
1: no. No, I mean yeah, it, it, I mean there was nothing. It looked like out there. Oh. I think they either were only teasing it and they you know came back in or they realized like, "Oh, we can't go out there." Steve yeah. um, Carino does drag a wooden pallet into the building from outside. Yeah, <laughs> and whipped Robbie into it.
0: Yeah, yeah. So he brings this in. The but cr- the thing is, like, he doesn't lift it up high in the air. He just like no. walks it in. Nobody sees the it. The announcers can't see it. No. And all the people around him can see it, but like the announcers can't see it. So they're like, oh, he whipped him into the cement wall there. And it's just yeah. like, no, that's not what happened. But also, but, guys, I wouldn't fuck around with a wood pallet. Like Jesus, no. I've seen the fucking grocery store horror stories, man.
1: Yeah, well, I remember Triple H got a uh, freaking his leg basically oh, got stabbed things, with that one yeah, where just fighting these Cactus. These people lacerate with. the fuck out of you. Um, so yeah, they fight to the other side of the building now. <laughs> I mean, literally, they just moved the the fun to the other side. Oh, um, I loved
0: the crowd. Someone shouted to bust that mullet open. <laughs> talking about robbie because he has a yeah. absolute we didn't mention it his mullet is an epic mullet
1: that he has on him yeah it's 2001 he's stuck in 1991 it's okay um robbie rams carino into the concrete pillar for two we get a super kick from carino and they move past the announce table I which is love- like our glance at him i was like i started to look at him i was like oh finally it's the announce team like oh and if they're right there why haven't you taken a shot of them at any point yeah I like, do they see were just him. right there by the ring. So,
0: the, as they were in the crowd, like, I've got a lot of notes on this. So I'm just going to kind of hit some high points okay. here. But the, right. there's a one point, like, that, like Robbie throws a beer in Carino's face. And then the one of the announcers goes, hey, someone just ran over and told us what's going on. We're told that Robbie's kicking his ass. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I love the idea of fans delivering notice to the announcers <laughs> so they can tell us what we've just watched. Because we have but, cameras covering this. It's not like we're not all seeing it. Um, Karina walks... Yeah, so he walked him another... It's not the cement wall when there's the ladder. And I love that Kahuna sees the ladder because they're kind of getting close to them at that point. And he's like, it's a ladder, not a wall. And they're like, oh, the ladder, okay. Um, But yeah, only a two count after that. Super kick by Karina and a stealth drink splash. And I love that as they're coming past the announcers, one of the announcers goes... Wait! Watch out for the monitors. Like you, so you've told us you don't have any monitors. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, I think they have. I think they had
1: a hard cam monitor.
0: Oh, that okay. I could see that. Just having they, that they one had, camera. They had a
1: because it looked like they had. Yeah, it looked like they had, did have monitors. So I'm guessing it was probably just a hard cam monitor. That doesn't help when things move into the crowd. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Man. So these guys are fighting. Robbie blocks the old school expulsion. Uh, We get a power slam, though, from Carino for a two. Robbie then hits the eye of the hurricane, and both men are down. Uh, We then tune up the band. But referee, and I love this referee's name, is, of course, Kenny Rogers, because that's exactly what he looks like. (laughs) Kenny Rogers gets taken out by the super kick. Uh, Carino hits the neck breaker. We still don't have a ref, and we go to the break. Dude, this I, I don't know how long these two wrestled.
0: Forever. Like, forever. Because we come back from the break and they've cut stuff from the match. Oh, yeah. Suddenly there's a table in the ring and a ladder. Like, I was like, what is going on
1: here? <laughs> Dude, I swear these guys had an hour long match that they cut down.
0: <laughs> Steve Carino was just like, no, it's an NWA title match. I'm doing an hour. <laughs> yeah. Pretty uh, much. You see, know what's
1: crazy about I did? I meant to mention this too. This title's, like, history goes back to the split when the uh, WCW split from the NWA mm. and you had that weird thing where they introduced the international title. Okay. That Rick Rude had. That's where this and, came you know, from? That, Jesus. That's what this belt is. This is the lineage of that international championship.
0: My goodness. This is,
1: this is not the belt that's of the current lineage of the NWA North American, whatever it is, title that like Colt Cabana held recently and yeah. like. So it's not of that same lineage. So the NWA is crazy like that. They have like a thousand belts.
0: Well, when we do come back from the break here and there, we see that there's like all this shit and plunder in the ring. The announcers are talking about how Kahuna had gotten involved and apparently had tucked his tail between his legs and hid behind production assistant Sandra. 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 (laughs) so apparently there's all this stuff that went down there's like now let's cut that for tv let's not have the big kahuna again on television
1: or you know tell the story so yeah wow um robbie wants to set a table up he hits a ddt on carino and he sets it up in the corner carino with a mule kick low blow followed by a pile driver gets a near fall steve carino then screamed motherfucker Which I was just like, these guys are doing them no favors (laughs) when it comes to this. Um, But was, in in fact, backdropped into the table. It didn't break. Of course it didn't break.
0: (laughs) Dude, that table, this table looks like it is from 1973. Like, it is, like, wearing down on the edge. Yeah. Like, where it's, like, you can't, like, it's starting to look like driftwood that's just got pieces of fucking... Yeah.
1: This is also a straight-up, like, botchamania I am the table moment here. Oh, Absolutely. it does everything but break. It bows, it bends, but it just won't <laughs> give.
0: Oh, Kahuna has to get closer to the action. He leaves the announce table again. I was like, what? Carino punches to the stomach, hits the bionic elbow, does the falling out of consciousness, headbutt to the dick. He gets a two count again. Dusty punches from Carino. Another bionic elbow. Covers. Royce kicks out. And it just uh, I have here, the heart... That's why he's the king of the mountain. Oh, because they're talking about the heart of Robbie Royce. Oh, that's why he's the king of the mountain. That's why he's the champion. Uh, We get an eye poke by Royce. Carino comes right back with elbows. Royce goes for a diving crossbody. Carino ducks that. He takes out the ref. And the announcers go, we're running out of referees. And Kenny Rogers, the original referee, rolls back in. (laughs) Big Kahuna gets gets in as well. Hits Carino with the belt. The fans boo. Royce covers, and we get the slowest three-count of all time. One, two, three. Your winner, a new NWA North American champion, Showtime Robbie Royce.
1: I was shocked. <laughs> I mean, I kind of
0: wasn't just because I thought if Carino's probably coming out of ECW, he's got this NWA title. Yeah. When they mentioned that he had the other title shot, I immediately was like, well, I could see him just like losing this one here. That's
1: true. That's true. My but
0: God. It is weird that Robbie Royce is your NWA North American champion after men like Rick Rude and even <laughs> Steve Carino, I guess.
1: Yeah. The
0: Boy. announcers say, what a travesty this is. A complete travesty.
1: That's a travesty.
0: And the third announcer says, yeah, it's it's not great to see. And then we finally get the CWF pilot mission statement here. Mm. This
1: has got a real uh, big Kahuna. He makes them and he breaks them. And it doesn't matter if you're from ECW, WCW, or WWF. When you come to the CWF, Ernie Todd you watch your backs. When you come to the CWF, you watch your backs for guys like Ernie Todd, yeah. AKA the Big Kahuna.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, that's the whole idea. We are going to bring in stars, we're going to beat them with our guys, and then they're going to leave. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man.
1: Ernie Todd,
0: a.k.a. the Big Kahuna. uh, And then we get my favorite thing. They decided to show us their (laughs) fan comments, even though they're not all that glowing. No. Like, at all. Especially the first one. The first one is this, like, attractive lady. She doesn't enjoy it. You can see that, like, she's trying to figure out what to say not to say it was bad or that she didn't like it. Yeah. And this is what comes out from her, and then the rest of these fans. So what did you girls think of the match? Lots of blood. Lots of blood? Did you enjoy yourselves? <laughs> yeah. Like, what? Oh, you bet I did. Yes. I, th- I think we all enjoyed the match.
1: Hold yes. yes. on!
0: Someone, someone was sitting on my work. arse! Yeah! You TCW, guys, yeah! That, <laughs> that was some crazy... Absolutely crazy. amazing.
1: Amazing. You guys enjoyed the match? Yeah, sure did. <laughs>
0: Wow! CWF WF. and APTN, a winning combination. That was the greatest show I've ever. Yeah, it
1: was awesome. Awesome show. Yeah.
0: yeah. Lots of blood. Pretty hardcore. <laughs> First
1: time to wrestling. The kids dragged me along, and now now I'm hooked. <laughs> 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 like I, it's here's the other thing too. I think there's like there's got to be shit that they're not that they're talking about that they're not showing us. Because what match are they talking about that's bloody? Like. I mean, I think it's what we're about to see. You think this was because
0: the guy, the kids that were like the losing their minds, that were like screaming there for a second. Mm-hmm. The one that's like Robbie Royce, Paul yeah. Diamond, like he's carrying half of that table that we just saw broke. Uh, like he's got it with him, and then his buddy's got one of the fucking like cookie sheets. This, I guess, that was a match that yeah we don't see at all. Gotcha. But yeah, I don't know.
1: It, so, it they is odd. so they must have. So they must have. They probably put other matches on here like for the fans that weren't for the taping. That must so. have
0: been the case. But yeah, the those guys were into it. Like the lady was not. The older dudes no. that walk out and just go, "Yeah, it was a good show." Like I don't <laughs> I don't buy that they liked it.
1: <laughs> no, cuz it wasn't. I mean, nothing about this would make would, you know, oh. No. Make you want to say that to them. Yeah.
0: So and then of course the cwf and abt and a winning combination i was like yeah, that wasn't coached at all i'm sure you didn't ask them to say that
1: yeah let them know what you thought of the show by calling their phone number that Dude, they put on the screen
0: this is so weird this close and this obnoxious announcer is weird too let us know what you thought of the show visit our website at cwfwrestling.com or call 988-4986
1: that's Nine eight eight four nine eight six. Thanks for tuning in. Catch you next time. Bye bye.
0: It's like Jesus. What was that? Why, why did yeah. you like turn at the end on me?
1: Yeah, he thinks he's really funny.
0: Probably. Uh, so yeah. That's the end of the the pilot, I guess, because we can just get credits. Mm-hmm. Wayne Stanton is the voice of CWF. Apparently, that announcer that we didn't hear the entire goddamn time.
1: Yeah, he's really proud of himself, though.
0: Um, but then we're, we're going to go to some bonus matches. I don't know. It's just like, it says like from the archive and I was like, what archive you guys have an archive. Right.
1: And there's no like setup for this. There's no real explanation for it. No, if, of course you don't get any background on any of what's happening here. I don't know that I, st- I still don't think I know the names of the two Jeff, <laughs> the, the Hardy boy, one of these, because at one point right. I thought I knew, and then I was wrong. Uh, and then I was mad that my notes were wrong the whole time up to that yeah, point. Yep. And and then I just Same was here. like I don't I don't and this is one of the worst wrestling matches I've ever watched in my life. Like, <laughs> this is just completely devoid of any joy or entertainment. Like, even when they do spots, yeah. they're so awful. It's and bad. And they're so set up. This just reminds me of like, you know, listen, me and my buddies were idiots and we backyard wrestled. Yeah, This looks like ladder matches that I had in my backyard wrestling promotion. Yeah. And I'm not saying that like, ooh, we were so good. No, no, it's just that is the quality of what's happening in this matchup. This is yeah. a backyard wrestling ladder match.
0: It is match four, though. Do you want to go ahead and... Oh.
1: Do we have to? It's assisted suicide. I don't know their fucking names. Ross skills. Here's, and-
0: here's what I had for the longest time. ross gales okay and chad gaines
1: okay i don't know where i got that (laughs) you sent me that text they started off all right anyway it's assisted suicide taking on (laughs) team impact i'll tell you some (laughs) of their names later um they for the longest time the hardy boy wannabes were orange shirt and black shirt (laughs) and then i thought i learned their names and it changed a little bit and then it goes back to Orange Shirt, Black Shirt, when I realized that I had been wrong.
0: <laughs> so, Ross Gales is, is my, my in trying to interpret the uh, what I thought was the accent of the announcers, but it's actually Ross skills with a Z <laughs> at the end, and it's Which all one word.
1: Um, they never say anything that sounds anything like that word.
0: The other guy is Hurricane Chad t- Tatum. Tatum. Tatum yes. and Kahuna is gonna call him Gainum the entire time because it's gay and that's his insult.
1: Oh, god! I didn't even realize that he was doing that because <laughs> I could barely understand it. With you know, he the pronunciation calls him anyway. like
0: raw scum or something. Oh and, yeah, I remember that. And Chad Gainum, um, but yeah, and then Team Impact is Derek Dalton and Mike Angel. <laughs> this match. This is this, so bad. This is this so fucking has, bad. This, suicide I, is your...
1: The assistant Suicide are your reigning champions, right? I guess. I don't know. I think they but are. This match, for being a bad match, has about as bad of a start to a you, match that I've ever seen in my life.
0: You also have to remember what time we're in, though. We're in 2001. Right. Is X7 has happened? Did that have a, That had TLC2 on it? Is that correct?
1: Ye- Yes. Yes, that was TLC two.
0: So that's why these guys are calling this TLC three. Mm. We're watching TLC three Tony because this is,
1: this is I, the third I refuse, I refuse to acknowledge that. Match
0: that never happened.
1: <laughs> this this match starts and I knew it was this this downhill from here. They assisted suicide, the Hardy Boy these. They yeah. attempt a double team drop kick, but somebody doesn't communicate that very well with their dance partner in this situation, because I think hurricane and whoever he's fighting with, they just collide. Like they, neither guy doesn't move. We get a job kick from one guy. And then the redheaded guy just does like a sloppy (laughs) forearm when both people realize that they didn't tell the other one what they were going to do.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's sloppy. And that's, and now we're going.
0: Yeah. I have some truly sad strikes and clotheslines. And then, and then, because yeah, it's like they don't. I don't buy at all that these guys are doing. I'm gonna go from standing still, running clothesline to these big angel guy, and yeah. they're gonna knock him over. But they do a double team move to send the big man to the floor. They
1: hit a double well, team suplex. Well, no, 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 no. Oh yeah, what I love is that the I have so orange shirt and black shirt guy look like they're gonna do a double team clothesline, but the black shirt guy just stops running. <laughs> And then the orange shirt guy isn't strong enough to do it by himself. Yeah. So they do the awkward like almost over and then teacup. I forgot about that. Yeah. Back in. Um. And then he does it again. And he still doesn't help him. He still just stands there.
0: <laughs> I
1: was just like, what oh. is happening?
0: We get double elbows, sentons, um, a top rope dive onto Dalton. Uh, finally, i picked up some of the names. Uh, I was just like, this is a really sad brawl, man. There's a backdrop. Dalton lifts and drops the guy in a blue shirt over the top row. I have blue shirt instead of black shirt, but yes. Uh, Mike Angels gets a chair, brings it inside. So we have our first weapon. The chair has yeah. been has been shown, uh, but we get a spear by Dalton on Chad Gainham. <laughs> Chad Tatum, uh, chair shot by Ross. Ross skills. He hits a stinger splash in the corner. The fans mock it, saying there was no body weight behind that. I couldn't believe that I was listening to the announce. The fans mock the assisted suicide
1: guys. Yeah, because I don't think they like him. I don't think they buy it. Why like, would I, you? These guys are awful. Well, that's true too. Um, like, yeah, Dalton hits a tilt Mike, the world slam.
0: Mike Angels probably isn't good, but he is like local indie solid. Yeah. Dalton, I feel the same. These the other two, the Hardy Boy guys, they look like they're wearing old Navy khakis and then like they both got a, a set of matching and they just switched the shirts so that way they have opposite shirt, you know, pants and shirt colors.
1: Yep. It's awful. Oh my god. Yeah. Um we get a sit out tombstone at one point. Um uh, we got a chair shot to Angel. <laughs> I have- Dalton I just have this uh,
0: constant action of boring brawling moves.
1: Yeah. It's just, there's nothing, there's no rhyme or reason or any stringing together of any moves in this match. (laughs) It's just double lift, choke slam from Dalton. Dalton with a chair and puts it on top of Tatum before dropping an elbow and then tosses him to the floor. Now we get a ladder is brought into the ring. Angel brings the ladder in and uh, we get a really sad push over the ladder with Angel on it and he hits the ropes from like six inches off the ground. <laughs> yeah. Second ladder enters the ring. Uh, nothing really happens with it. It just enters the, the ring. The announcers like,
0: call this one the baby ladder.
1: The baby ladder. You it's not going to be high ladder. enough to get up there.
0: Nope.
1: Uh, Angel. Not nah, Sometimes I get stuck in the Canadian thing. Angel hit a Russian leg sweep <laughs> off the ladder.
0: <laughs> like, Dude, this Russian Something. leg sweep argument between the announcers. Oh
1: God, I know. Yeah.
0: That was a Russian leg sweep off the ladder, there are, man. To correct you on that one. You
1: have to be on the mat to execute a Russian leg sweep.
0: They even too much apple juice over there in the corner. That was a neck breaker off the, the ladder. You have to be on the canvas to execute a Russian leg sweep. <laughs> you've been sucking too much apple juice over there.
1: Which, that, I don't even That's a, I'm, I'm going to use that one. Uh. <laughs> First of all, what are you talking about? You have to be on the mat for it to be a Russian leg sweep. Otherwise it's a neck breaker.
0: I did not know that. But I mean I guess if you're sweeping the leg out there'd need to be some sort of but you're still on a ladder, you're still standing. I don't understand <laughs> it doesn't make any sense.
1: Oh no, it doesn't. It doesn't at all. But they're um, arguing I'm just about it.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I don't know, I'm moving down a bit. This thing is so long and terrible. Uh we got a ladder set up near the ropes. Because they just go through this string of them setting the ladder up. Yeah. Not where it should be. And then he just hits a moonsault off the top rope. So why did you set the ladder up? And now the ladder is up in now. And then the other guy, orange shirt, I have him back here. He just gets in the ring and takes the ladder down that his partner set up and did nothing off of. And then he sets it up, props it up in the corner. And then he doesn't use it either. (laughs) It's a swanton off the top rope to the floor. Like, why are you moving the ladder around? What are you doing?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. He cracks the back of his head on the barricade when he dives outside.
1: By the way, uh, yeah, these guys are lucky to be alive.
0: Kahuna right. says it feels like we're back in Brandon tonight. <laughs> like, this is what your match last was from last night. Brandon. You got barred from Brandon. <sighs>
1: That's oh. Brandon place. Like I'd, love, I guess we need to watch those shows
0: uh raw skills botches running up the ladder in the corner they do the like run up oh. and drop kick thing and he misses the first step and just tumbles through through his second step the fans are chanting you fucked up as he resets and just does it a second time
1: uh <sighs> we get a van terminator who yeah was suicide
0: yep that was nice i guess mm. yeah you know in a smaller than 20 foot ring yeah. um angel climbs the ladder got shoved off by chad tatum tatum set the ladder up in the ring got not under the belts and like you said the moonsault sorry i'm trying to catch up here the fans are chanting rvd after the coast to coast with the ladder but shane i was like but shane can do it at age 50 so i'm not as impressed in in history like with 2020 vision i'm not as impressed about the coast to coast anymore uh front suplex by dalton angels and dalton take control beating on assisted suicide Fans are chanting something. I couldn't make it out. The announcers say, we haven't had a table yet. And then here comes a table. And that's when we have to all take turns saying the same thing. Leg, brick, and ankle. These guys are gonna keep He's got a table. Tables yeah. are out. <laughs> you got the tables are coming out, folks. The tables are out now. We've seen the chairs.
1: We've seen the ladders. Now we're going to see the tables.
0: The tables are coming out.
1: <laughs> tables are coming out. Yeah, everybody has to say it.
0: Oh, Ross Gales gets a big shot from Dalton. Some woman in Dalton jaw back and forth. It was weird. Uh we're told with action like this, you can guarantee the CWF will soon be touring the whole world. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> don't think that's going to happen. Dalton puts Chad Tatum on the table. We get a close up and they powerbomb Ross Gales through Chad Gainham on the table and the fans yeah. chant holy shit and they cheer for this. The heels play cleanup crew. They rid the ring of plunder. Um, they set up a ladder as Kahuna talks shit, but Angels climbs. Gales throws a chair at him, and it knocks him down. And then does a, the piss poor stomp you've ever seen. Ross Gales I just is an awful wrestler, pure spot monkey I have here. No selling, no skill in any moves, but he can yeah. jump and flip, and he's got you know he's willing to do it, so he's got a job. Uh, Tatum goes for the belts. Angels climbs up, hits him with a suplex. It's just nonstop assisted suicide try the poetry in motion they call it the bee sting but angels catches him
1: yeah oh darn Uh, yeah he caught him and then hit a big boot on the other one and then hit a leg drop so not terrible there Uh, DDT from hurricane on angel but he missed the triple jump moonsault angel now is hit with a german suplex hurricane hits a somersault chair shot which is like what was that (laughs) fans loved it I mean, whatever. It was all right. (sighs) Yeah. So Ross would send Dalton out of the ring. Dude, that was was the moment that
0: I have on my notes. Would someone win this fucking match? I am so tired of watching this match.
1: (laughs) So tired of this match. Um, Angel sat on top. Assistant Suicide hit a double-team hip toss through the table. Uh, Ross Skills put the steps near ringside. Why? I I don't know. Uh, Angel is then up and... uh, Yeah, I don't know. Angel hits a pile driver, and then he begins to climb. Ross Gillis hits him with a chair, and he fell off. Dalton sets a table up between the apron and the steps that they set up. So terrible and awful. Dalton is laid on the table, and they hit a double-team leg drop.
0: Uh, The announcers say these teams are dumb. That's why no one's won. They're like, no one's even going for the titles.
1: They're not wrong. Yeah. They're not wrong. Um, angels toss out of the ring assisted suicide climb up and win the titles
0: yeah and they do this stupid jeff hardy fall of course with the belts they do.
1: of course they do a jeff hardy fall oh
0: down. the fans stand and applaud i was like that was not good but these live fans apparently were happy enough yeah it was I bad i was i hate this assisted suicide tag team <laughs> yeah, they're very very bad Oh, so that's, yeah, that's the end. That's where the YouTube video finally comes to a close. I thought when it said archive matches, we we're going to get, like, multiples, but it's like, no, you're going to get a 40-minute TLC like, no, match.
1: They, yeah, they wasted all their extra time on one match for some reason.
0: Oh. So, now, I mentioned before that Ernie Todd went into their Hall of Fame in 2017. They've got an entire online page devoted to their Hall of Fame, so I was like, let me look through this a little bit, and I was hoping to see, like, years and years and years of this. All right. Right. No. Um, their Hall of Fame also inducts a fan every year, which is kind of interesting. In 2020, Matthew Bossman got that honor. And then okay. I just have here, what the hell? Uh, okay, so the other 2020 inductees are Marian Reichman. Marianne is the mother of the present owner of CWF, Frank Reichman, and has been a huge supporter of the company, including booking, promoting events, and moral support. Uh, she also passed away in 2019, so it's a sweet tribute to his dad, to his mom, I guess. Sure. Um, Also, the faction, the MFers, were inducted. Uh, It was Quan Chang, Jay Moore, and Chris Summers. Okay. That's the MFers.
1: They sound like some MFers.
0: 2017 was the first year that anyone was inducted, and it's it's only been around since then. So in 2017, they inducted Ernie Todd, they inducted Quan Chang individually, and now in 2020, he's been inducted twice into this Hall of Fame. Um, in 2018, they honored their first First Nation wrestler. In 2019, sure. they honored their first First Nation fan. <laughs> and then it's they okay. ran out of firsts to do First Nation with, and so they gave it up for 2020, I guess. Um, and according to Cage Match, Ernie Todd still owns the place, but the website doesn't mention him otherwise saying that. So I think it's just a Frank Reichman, Frank Reichman joint at this point.
1: Gotcha. Wow. What a what a storied history the CWF has.
0: <laughs> I guess. Or at least, you know, you bought the history from fucking Ernie Todd for a couple hundred bucks.
1: True. Also true.
0: Oh, uh, So, yeah. Uh, any other thoughts on the CWF pilot from 2001, Tony, before we close out of here?
1: No, I'm not surprised that they didn't get picked up. I mean, it's like, even if you were to run this on, like, a local television station in, like, the middle of the night on the weekend, yeah. it's just not even good enough for that. And I have no faith that they had any plans for, like, you know, you got to make one next week and next <laughs> yeah. week and next to like, yeah. you know, like, I don't know. It's, there's a lot that goes into it. You know, it's stuff to just be like an indie fed. Be like, let's do a TV show. You know, so true. So, whatever. It's, it was fun. You know, it was, it was kind of, it was a fun thing to watch. The commentary was a lot of fun just because they were so bad that mm-hmm. they were funny. Um,
0: it was interesting seeing like what they thought needed to be done. Like they produced the vignettes of, of like the, the little like insert promos Of guys, but they didn't know where to put them because they only had like two matches on the show and one of them was 30 minutes long. So it's like it's hard to find places to insert promos for these other guys. So I kind of get like their conundrum that they're in. But it's like that's why you don't put a 30 minute house show match on the fucking show, man.
1: Oh, yeah. So, yeah, no, I can see why it didn't work out, but it was fun to watch. Definitely. At least fun to talk about. Maybe more than fun to watch.
0: So that is our thoughts on the CWF pilot from 2001. But Tony, our show rolls on. What are we watching next week?
1: We didn't I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you I probably should have thought about that no, before no. we As started we were talking. As we are rolling
0: to this, I was sitting here thinking about what I was going to just go <laughs> ahead and just decide that we were watching on my own. So Halloween Havoc 1991 is where we're heading. We'll get the... The spookiness started here early this Halloween season. Uh, We'll kind of bookend October with some Halloween. Um, But, yeah, so that's where we're heading next week, Tony. Do you know anything else from that show off the top of your
1: head? No, I I know everything about Halloween having 1992, as I've been watching Saturday Night, but I I know nothing about 91. so, you know. More, more. I guess I'll, I'll be finding out with the rest of you.
0: Should be fun. Should be fun. So that's where we're heading next week. In the meantime, if you want to keep up with us, you can do so on both Facebook and Twitter. For Facebook, just search for the name of the podcast. Twitter, it's at GrappleCast. If you'd like to follow me on Twitter, I'm at Deadpool1205.
1: You can follow me, Tony G, at BeyondSanity19. And we'll catch you next week for
0: Halloween Havoc 1991. Neckbreaker, off the ladder. I'm sorry, but that was a Russian... People off the ladder there are man. i
1: have to correct you on that one. You have to be on the mat to execute a Russian legs we even that was sucking back breaker. too much
0: apple juice over there in the corner. That was a
1: neckbreaker off the fucking ladder. You
0: have to be on the hands to execute a rushing legs. But yeah, let's let's talk some current wrestling, man.
1: Okay, let's. Um busy week as there were two dynamites to a degree. We had late night dynamite late after night basketball. One. Um don't really have much to mention about that. Aside from the opening match that saw Scorpio Sky beating Ben Carter, uh, Chris Jericho was amazing on commentary. Really did a great job nice. of putting both of these guys over big time, along with Excalibur. Uh, they had an outstanding match. And there was a lot of talk during the match about Scorpio Sky breaking away from SCU, and now he's like officially a single star.
0: Oh so. really? Okay,
1: I know, right? In that in that AEW way where they're just like, <laughs> and this happened. It's like, what 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 YouTube show did I not watch this week that I missed the SCU breakup? That happened
0: so. on the Sammy Guevara vlog, apparently. I guess oh, I don't
1: know. There we go. That explains it. Okay, um, but yeah, awesome. And Ben Carter then went and got all COVID, so that was unfortunate.
0: Oh, that stinks. No, I I'd heard I like I didn't watch this late night dynamite, but I did see. The name Ben Carter fucking everywhere the next oh, day. Yeah. Like, everyone yeah. was just like, holy shit, you have to get this guy signed.
1: He's he's legit, man. Like, he is... Where'd he come from? I think he's from...
0: Like, I, don't I just don't think. understand how, like, names just still, like, show up completely brand well, new seen... suddenly on television. Like, I don't I've understand. Seen,
1: I've seen his name pop up a few times. Oh, okay. Because uh, he was just him and, like, other people just doing insane, like, spot fest type of things and gotcha. getting some attention that way. Uh, yeah. No, I mean, he's – I definitely think they'll probably be signing him. And if they don't, someone else will. So it was a good showing for him. Nice. Um, and then on Dynamite, uh, you know, just a few highlights here. I thought the Miro debut was terrible. I Yeah. What are you doing? And then I'd seen even I think it was our friend Tom Green had tweeted something like about how like it's the worst possible way that you could like show off any of his like yeah. best abilities. You know what I mean? Like maybe just have him fight Joey, and just let him use Joey like a punching bag. Yeah. Know? Which and then now instead it's like this and him being with Kip as like equals. Mm -hmm. also i feel like really drags him down like sorry kip sabian (laughs) but
0: yeah kip (laughs) hasn't really been established as like a big threat to anybody's titles or anything so
1: yeah like i'd been way happier if miro had showed up and like stole penelope ford from kip and like pushed him down and then just walked away laughing. That's I, how they should have debuted Miro.
0: Well, I don't want Miro to just be like the anti version of what Vince did right at the end of with Rusev is like the whole like cuck thing. Like I don't want I don't want all No, of those no, no, I know, I just, elements. I, just mean, like, I don't want women stealing and all that bullshit. I don't want that. Fuck all that.
1: Uh, why you I, a Stevie stealer. No, no.
0: I mean, I don't know. I I think that's a bad idea putting Putting a, a Lana look-alike with Rusev in this other version? No, I think that's not <laughs> well, a good idea.
1: Definitely why I went there. No, you but You are to they'll fucking do it, and then you'll know I was right.
0: The one thing I do like about what they're doing with Miro is I do like his, when he gets to that, like, what the, f- like, just let me fucking go beat somebody up attitude. Like, when right. he gets to that level, I think that there's yeah. something there, but I don't understand the right. Twitch god uh- Miro...
1: He's leaned a little too hard into the Twitch stuff. And like, for but, like <laughs> the for fucking like a guy like, that's supposed to be like a Russian machine, you know? Yeah.
0: Like, it, and like the current high schooler like style, as far as clothing goes, like
1: yeah, yeah, it I, might I know, be
0: expensive, like, but man, it looks <laughs> weird.
1: Listen, he's he's angling for something different. It seems like I'm not exactly yeah. sure where he's going or whatever. He probably got into AEW, and they had they were like, listen. We'd love to put, send you out there and just have you go over as a big monster. But if you look at our board here <laughs> of guys that monsters? are big monsters that we've had debut in the last three months, yeah. you're like fixed on the list. And we got to find somebody for Will Hobbs to beat up. Uh-huh. All right? you, we don't know what to do with you yet. So, yeah, I don't. That's true. I just was like, it might uh, not be a bad
0: thing for him to just have like a character development like storyline yeah, for a while. Like, But, but, but it I is a weird think, level to establish yeah. him like with Kip, like you said.
1: Yeah, and he's also just a... He's, a, he's a, the level of a star, and especially an, a, an ability. Yeah. He should have debuted and, like, attacked Moxley. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he is a top guy, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Like, he should be... No, that's what it was him. so
0: weird when they did, debuted him in the way that they did, with him, like, being, like, the third man in a series of joke punchline entrances.
1: And ge- And guess what he's probably going to be a part of within the next few weeks? A fucking TV wedding. Yeah so yeah. what are y'all doing why are you doing this to him <laughs> uh, whatever but the real story of AEW this week was they got hit by the covid oh, okay. and it completely ruined everything we were supposed to have moxley will hobbs and darby against lance brian cage and ricky starks lance is sick cage is sick okay i think, Dar- I think darby was just like i'm not fucking traveling no, actually he might have been on this show but either yeah, he way was, like he was there yeah, that's right. So but anyway, but yeah, they so their main event got blown up, so that's what led to Eddie Kingston coming out, cut an awesome promo. I mean, literally, and somebody mentioned it like with one promo, like Eddie Kingston made this feel like a pay-per-view quality title match. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it well, felt like this is something they'd been building for a month just based after one promo, you know?
0: Well, it's it's one promo, but also the fact that they got super lucky with the way that that match ended and established him as having a legitimate claim to not having sure. lost that match.
1: Right. Oh, it worked out. I mean, it couldn't and, have worked out more perfect. And it
0: was just so smart to just allow him to just go ahead and just mention it every time, just mention it every yeah. time, because you know what? He could still just be mentioning that three months from now. And we, oh, but yeah. it just, they needed it. So they used yeah. it and it worked perfect.
1: Yeah. yeah. So awesome stuff. Mox came out their face to face was, that was fun. Of, as intense a stare down as I can remember. Just, you know, yeah. Uh, great stuff there uh Adam Page beat Evil uno Kenny was on commentary. They're still kind of doing that dance with him mm-hmm. trying to distance himself from their association and kind of going heelish. Speaking of going heelish, uh Skiavone knocked on the door of the Jacksons, the Young Bucks, which was <laughs> dangerous to begin with. Yeah. Uh you know, well, they've been out of line. They shouldn't have super kicked those people. You know, they 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 say the Bucks have lost a lot including friendships. But then Shivani, in that very journalist way, and I've been on the side of these where I've been like, just don't ask a follow up question, don't ask a follow up question like this yeah. this is ending this is ending as well as it could, but old wrestling journalist Tony Shivani started asking him you know kind of questions about you know pushing a little bit, and then he got upset and said, him, someone put you up to this, and he broke Tony Shivani's phone, which cracked me up, yeah, he just took it out of his hands and smashed it, and then he threw wads of money at him so.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. the Bucks, the Bucks. thing continues.
1: Yep, yeah, them and Kenny, they're on a collision course at some point. Um, Orange Cassie and Brody Lee, good match. Brody Lee picked up the win, and then Cody came back in his My Chemical Romance form. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't, I was like, what? That was weird. Nobody in the world is, like, more dramatic about this guy, and he's admitted <laughs> to it than Cody. <laughs> like, him changing the color of his hair to the average person, like, oh, that's yeah. cool. This is like... A huge thing for him. Like, that hair color thing, if you ask him <laughs> about it, it's probably, like, there's layers of story that's being told here somehow through his yeah. ever-changing colors of hair. So, I don't think he had to do it for a roll on Arrow this time. So
0: No. I don't no, know. But yeah, he, lo- he looks like, you know, the lead singer of Green Day all of a sudden.
1: I saw that one out there, yeah. A little bit of a killer's thing going on. Uh Yeah, I don't know. He's back. And I just laugh, because the Elite, they crack me up, because... And I've seen somebody make this comment about how the four like heads of it all like book their own storylines, and they don't talk to the other three about what they're doing because everybody in the leads a heel now. They've all they're all tapping into their dark <laughs> sides. They're all like angry yeah. at life. They're all like an emo. It's like and and they're broken up. It's like you guys are you guys broke up and you're all <laughs> doing the same thing, kind of. So it's just yeah, it's really funny when they're all four of them are like top well, heel. The thing is, is like.
0: The Bucks and Kenny, I don't know that they necessarily broke up.
1: Well, you're right. But
0: they didn't yeah. like, you know, leave together that one time, but
1: Yeah. It's complicated, right? Yeah,
0: definitely. <laughs> no, it is it is weird because it is just the timing of everything, and it's like you guys couldn't have like staggered this a little better.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um FTR and Best Friends had a confrontation. Looks like maybe we're moving in that direction for a title match down the road. We had another Jericho MJF disingenuous conversation backstage. That was fun. (laughs) Asking why'd you call me a loser? I saw it on Dynamite. (laughs) They talked it out and leave on decent terms. Yeah. Um, What do you? What's your best guess? Is MJF going to be brought into the inner circle? Is this just going to lead to a feud?
0: Yeah, I don't know. Uh, originally when it just happened last week, I just thought it was like a one-off fun thing to do and then, you know, let right. it sit for a while, but then they, you know, came right back with it, so maybe they are heading to something, but I don't know what you'd be heading towards because Jericho's apparently, you know, the last we know, had declared he was working his way towards the tag team championships.
1: Right. With yeah, Hager he he and went, so unless
0: like we're just yeah, moving working- towards whoever he's going to have as his tag partner that they're going to face each other in tag match, I don't know
1: right no, it's interesting they have they work well together i like i know it's good stuff uh moxley retained the title against eddie kingston uh eddie didn't tap out that will be important i'd imagine moving forward if i know eddie kingston um <laughs> we had a phoenix and pentagon beat down on moxley will hobbs made a save eventually the numbers were too much for him out came 120 pound darby allen to save the day and uh, that would bring out Ricky Starks. I was like, "Oh, okay, good. Ricky Starks at least didn't get quarantined." So yeah, positive. I don't know how he didn't get quarantined, but whatever. It was um, one of
0: those things though, because like I had like I was I was dozing out by the end of the show, and mm-hmm. so I had kind of fallen a little bit of a sleep as the match was going on, and then I woke up in the post match when it was just the Lucha Brothers and Ricky Starks beating up John Mox. <laughs> I was like, I was like, what. I was like, when did this pairing happen? I was like, I thought that these two just joined a faction and then these two, the other faction, just made a big official announcement about working with the other guy. Like, So yep. then for them to join this faction makes no sense. I was like, what is going on here?
1: I could be wrong, but I feel like that all is dead. Like, What's that? that? Archer, the Archer association with Taz. and You that think so?
0: Gr- That's still a good feel, match, I, though, man. I like, just,
1: I just feel like they literally lifted that out and they just dropped in like, oh, or we could have Eddie Kingston and the Lucha Bros. Yeah, I guess a tree,
0: that's you know, true.
1: Kind of, kind of. I just feel like that's what's happening. I don't feel like they want to wait that long. Like, I feel like maybe yeah. even this week you might get the eight man tag or something. So gotcha. We'll see. We, they can go back to it. I mean, I guess Archer is probably only going to be out for two weeks, but mm. we'll see. You know, I don't know. I'm not sure about that. But yeah, Eddie was choking mocks as the show ended. So uh, good stuff there. Uh, just real quickly, because NXT TakeOver is coming up this Sunday, I just want to mention the results that matter. Yeah. Candice LeRae won a Women's Battle Royal and will face Io Shirai for the title. Real quickly, though, because I made note of it because it was cracking me up. Hey, all, these mentions all these new faces. William Regal wanted to give all these women an opportunity. Let me give you a rundown of the uh, ladies that were involved <laughs> in this match. There was a Gia, a Raven, Ellie, Avery. Two girls got eliminated that I didn't even hear their names.
0: They didn't, named, they didn't
1: like even give you last names. No, someone named Emily, <laughs> and uh, that Catalina girl with the mask popped back up, and she got thrown out too. So wow, among all the other known names, but that was the yeah. those were all the girls getting the opportunity, and that was the level of uh, int- you know the the efforts they went to to name that we had: Gia, Raven, Ellie, Avery, Emily, and Catalina, who we all kind of <laughs> know. But odd how she pops up when she does.
0: Maybe I'm just you know it just feels like every once in a while like whoever's running nxt maybe it's triple h but they're just like they get like a group of people and they're just like all right let's put all these people on tv right now and they're like they they just learned to do a backdrop and they're like, no no we're putting yeah. them on tv right now and it's like well, why
1: yeah none of them looked all that seasoned i would say <laughs> either so i was just like what are you why are you doing it like this um yeah. Um, other than that, we had Gargano attacking Damian Priest after his match because they're fighting for the North American title on Sunday. Uh, but the Gauntlet for the Gold, the main event. Uh, this was you know, this was a good match. It was kind of Royal Rumble style. Uh, it started with Kushida and Kyle O'Reilly. Bronson Reed was in it. Timothy Thatcher, Cameron Grimes. Um, but ultimately, Kyle O'Reilly got the win in this match and is going to fight Finn Balor at Takeover, and I am really excited about that. I'm yes really happy that when i was starting to, when it started to feel like they were like kylo O'Reilly was falling back like he wasn't involved as much he wasn't in mm-hmm. the undisputed era segments i was kind of getting worried that there was maybe a problem but it seems like they were just kind of i don't know pulling him back a little bit from all of that and Now he's got this big platform to kind of establish himself as a top star.
0: I know at least early on, it was a lot about just his underlying issues health-wise with COVID. So that kind of caused some of that. But but then you're right. It wasn't like as soon as he came back, he was like, bam, like everywhere, all over the place. You Mm -hmm. didn't see him very much.
1: No.
0: So when I saw this was announced, I didn't watch the gauntlet for the gold. But when I saw this was announced, I got really excited about this takeover because I want to watch this match. Like this... Mm -hmm. Kyle O'Reilly is the guy that I've been wanting to see get that singles opportunity for a long time, but it didn't make sense for him to turn face and go against Adam Cole or whatever. So yeah, I'm glad that no, it worked out this way.
1: Yeah, absolutely. No, I mean, it's shaping up, you know, in the NXT way, they always managed to put together a card that you really, you know, want to watch. So I'm definitely excited about that match and Candice, LeRae and Io Shirai, you know, yeah, that'll something be good. that they, they put together in a battle Royal, which I'm never happy about, but I am looking forward to that match. So, Nice. Um, And then we'll just talk about Clash of Champions. Um, It was a show. We talked Retribution and stuff in the dish. Um, Mm -hmm. She probably heard. I don't know why I said that. Um, Pre-show Nakamura and Cesaro beat the Lucha House Party. I mean, listen, it's it's good matches. It's Nakamura and Grand Metalik had a singles match on SmackDown. That was kind of cool to watch because you know i did hear
0: like i think it was the post guys they mentioned they were like there was all this build-up with the lucha house party about who's gonna be the two to do it and all this shit he's like and then they just got stomped by the other two guys the whole time like (laughs) nakamura and cesar just like beat their ass
1: yeah yeah there's been this like no one kind of carries lucha house party breakup angle that's been (laughs) quietly happening in the background on for weeks that it's always like they're, like, arguing in the ring as Michael Cole throws to the commercial break and they don't really mention <laughs> that like what's happening in the ring. So, yeah, I don't know. I feel like they're about to break up. I, uh, but why? It won't be good for any of them, I can tell no. you right now. Spoiler alert. No. Um, Intercontinental title ladder match. Uh, wow. What a match. What a performance from all three guys here. AJ Styles, Sami Zayn, and Jeff Hardy. Um, and just oh, in- innovation. And- you know, it's always amazing to me. 20 years 20 years plus after the creation of the ladder match that you know people can still go out there and manage to find interesting ways to kind of do you know do things
0: watching that ladder match fucking hours after watching TLC 3 from the CWF <laughs> It was it was just like it was such a breath of fresh air. It was like, oh, this guy isn't trying to be Jeff Hardy. He is Jeff Hardy and yeah, well, that, Zane's in here and like,
1: yeah, that goes a long way.
0: Yeah, it was so good. And the finish with the handcuff stuff, I thought was fantastic. Mm-hmm. like the yeah. ear thing, I was like cringing the entire time, just oh, waiting yeah. for him to accidentally drop that stupid oh. fucking ladder
1: that yeah that was a disaster waiting to happen uh but it was a you know a very effective but no yeah it's just the obvious difference between a professional wrestling ladder match and an indie rific yeah and raw skills let's all do the things we did on the video game so um yeah sammy Zayn gets the win he's the undisputed intercontinental champion i couldn't be happier um what's next for aj styles and jeff hardy i don't know we'll have to not watch smackdown and find out um raw women's championship match I'll give them a pass on this one. Because at first I was like, damn, there's only one women's match in this whole pay-per-view. And I was like, Oh yeah. They had two other title matches that got COVID. So yeah. Didn't happen. But Asuka beat Zelina Vega. Mm-hmm. In a good match. Wys- in a good match. I but I've talked about it before. Like, this just I don't feel like it's, at the end of all this, is Zelina Vega gonna be better off? Like I'm worried she's just kind of like a sacrificial lamb until they get to their well, next angle with Asuka. I know? think
0: she's better off in that we had never seen her do that. Right. Like that was the was, best was match so that sunny. she's had. Yeah. Like we yeah. needed to see and establish that she can have main event women's matches right. as a singles wrestler Yeah, versus being just a manager. And that's, and so I think that, you know, doing that was, was valuable, but I, uh, yeah, it, with the fact that it doesn't seem like they have a current, destination with oscar other than just being the champion and just being right. dominant
1: um right which asked the nxt roster of you know a handful of years ago what good <laughs> that does for all of them so,
0: so we're, we're probably just gonna do that until we have a vaccine they're like we're just gonna have oscar ride out this championship
1: yeah. who wants to lose to oscar this month ruby ruby are <laughs> right, you okay that's fine Ooh, all that, right.
0: that name's probably not too far off the draw
1: oh it's gonna happen um anyway u.s title match i'm like and they okay, I should just say the words and then you'd be mad. Bobby Lashley beat Apollo <laughs> Crews. And I mean I've already talked about it, so I'm not gonna get into it, but it's like you need to end one of these. Yeah. You need to end this before they can move on to retribution. Because there I have a hundred problems with how all of this is being handled because mm-hmm. now the catering crew seems even less important and relevant and you know like while hurt business is looking to save the company for god's sakes as yeah. also being the top heels on raw it's yeah all very confusing but i was just like this is still going on it's like of course bobby's gonna win like why, why are we doing this to these guys
0: <laughs> yeah i don't understand why these matches keep continuing and guess what God. on raw uh it's a three-way it's three men on three
1: can't wait to not- oh my, God, i'll watch it Uh it's also like apollo cruz is like how's that push going pal like this is a company where you better be damn careful what you ask for because it's like <laughs> I feel like it's just as good as it was a few months ago when you felt like there was some momentum there now it's like I feel like the walls are you know yeah. coming in on the guy and I don't
0: cuz there's just No all that's I mean, happened is is he they've used him to shine a light on the right. ab- heel abilities of three other men and that's like true. that's all that we've learned is that that's oh true. yeah these three guys in the hurt business are pretty damn good at being right. heels like let's keep let them do that
1: and I will say, I think it's a happy accident, too, to some degree. Like, I don't think that was probably the intention. They're probably just like, oh, oh, yeah. damn. Yeah, that, yeah, you guys are doing really good. <laughs> you've, you've turned out to be the stars of this thing. Um, yeah. Raw tag team titles. Um, this was God, on pay-per-view, for God's sake. Street Profits uh, retained against Angel and Andrade, who the storytelling in this company. The men that couldn't win the titles with Zelina Vega by their side. And she was so fed up with them being losers that she dumped them. Go on to win a number one contenders match and make their way to the pay-per-view. Why would we think that the result is going to be any different between these two teams based on the story? They've lost a key asset to their success and they stumbled their way to a title match somehow, but that's not the worst part. Um, I hope it's not too bad. Angel Garza hurt his knee it was the kind of knee injury where I feel like it was like, oh, shit, my knees hurt. Like, And then he rolled out of the room. More than it was like he hit. And it was like, ah, my knee. You know what I mean? It was yeah, like, yeah. I felt like it was one of those things where he was going on it for a little while before he like, I missed. something was up. I missed this
0: completely. I just, all I saw was like the ending happened. And then then someone said that like he had gotten injured and rolled out. And so I was yeah. like, oh, okay. I was like, I yeah. missed him rolling out and disappearing from the match. I just knew that he was not in the match at that point because it was all
1: and then like yeah and then like i've told you it, i just they made they made a, a bad rush ending when they kind of didn't have you know what i mean like in the match yeah that's fine but it's like just the way things went down it felt like someone panicked at some level of it you know yeah. the refs in this company have earpieces so i would imagine someone can talk to them and be like know go, go fucking home go fucking home you know like yeah in, in, you know in the match in the match Cause that ref just—it was a lot like our buddy from a week or two ago in the Mickie James match, where after the deed was done, deer in headlights, <laughs> like just, yeah. Oh no, why did I do it that way? Like, because well, it was—I mean, it was the worst. Here's the, the worst thing: pathway. the kick out at two, I think, the kick out at three. Oh, I think
0: they're they're leaning into this because on Raw oh, tonight.
1: Will. Oh god.
0: Yeah. On Raw tonight, there's a match that ends when someone, like, rears back to hit the other person, and they accidentally s- hit the ref a little bit in the chest, and the ref's like, HE HIT ME! HE HIT ME! DISQUALIFICATION! Uh, and he, like, you hear him talking very much, like, outside of the ring, uh, like, this HE HIT ME! We, WE GOTTA DISQUALIFY! THE MATCH IS DONE! And, like, so, it was like like, what, what is going on here? So Unless company, you're leaning into this.
1: This company is going to excuse these awful officiating moments of the last month or so, and they're gonna turn it into an angle. I think so. That's that. I feel like them. that's what I feel that'll like. That'll well, trick em.
0: I feel like that's what was happening on Raw. I might be wrong, but
1: we'll we'll make the fans <laughs> think that they know, but they don't know anyway. Sorry. Um, yeah. finally came out. It, no, go ahead.
0: Just just to explain to people that are listening, I, I've yeah. watched Raws minutes before we recorded this. Tony hasn't yeah. seen this week's Raw, so that's it's how true. I'm able to like fill in what's coming, but. <laughs>
1: Yeah, he, he, DP knows the future. That's about that's what <laughs> happened. Um, Bailey came out and was a little too cocky about not having a match tonight, and uh, you know, there's no one back there that wants to fight me. Blah blah blah. Oscar blah. came out, of course. I was just like, God, love Oscar. <laughs>
0: I did like that a lot.
1: Um, and Oscar would win by DQ, and Bailey used a chair. Uh, the story of this match, though, is that Sasha Banks showed up in her Vince McMahon soft neck brace and uh <laughs> attacked bailey from behind with a chair but then like the tides turned i was like can we just like how about a chair shot and we just call it a night yeah like it turned into a whole skirmish and it's like this girl's yeah. got a neck brace on for god's sakes like can't she just have like a oh my god sasha just laid out the smackdown women's champion and uh-huh. that's it and like that that's the segment guys like what yeah let's just call it good
0: no, we don't do that anymore. Now, now we have to have a long beat down where the the crowd just cheers the entire time while we watch this other person being destroyed. Just yeah, and you just see a bunch of like thumbs up in the background.
1: Uh, yeah, terrible stuff. The title matches. We got to sell a toy ambulance match. Orton and Drew McIntyre, uh, Ghost of Christmas <laughs> Past visited Randy in this one. Big Show yeah. stopping him from punting Drew. Uh, Jesus, this, like, I loved the. Someone else made the comment on Twitter too, but I loved that the Big Show like revealed his face as yes. if there would be any question that that was the Big Show.
0: You thought it was just an extra large fan. It's yeah. actually me. Um, yeah. yeah, they they recapped this at the beginning of Raw, so I did get to see a little bit of this. I didn't realize how much like because then like the the Legends come back on Raw and they're yeah. just like hanging out with Drew
1: okay cool yeah because christian (laughs) attacked him backstage hbk hit freaking sweet chin music that sent orton off the top of an ambulance but he was fine folks like literally their next shot was him like i mean not dead here's the
0: thing they're making randy orton into like an absolute like unbeatable god like it it took five men to beat him in this match yeah (laughs) Like, oh, that was the thing oh, yeah. that I got from that raw. From that it wasn't, oh, I'm so glad to watch Randy Orton get his ass kicked by all these people. It was, you mean Drew couldn't just beat him? It took these guys, It took all these men just to beat Randy Orton in this match? Like, that's what it felt like when they were showing the replay.
1: I mean, I'm just going to tell you, as well as these things are going, and I mean, I don't know, it's a little bit too long of a time to maybe work on something like that, but I'd have Drew drop the belt to Orton, and I'd have Drew climb back up to take the belt from Randy at WrestleMania
0: yeah you could do that
1: i just i mean i don't know i just think with the way but then there's edge and i don't know what that status
0: (laughs) is yeah that's that's kind of uh an unknown at this point but no i wouldn't
1: be thrilled if drew dropped the title and then it turned into an edge randy orton title thing you know what i mean like
0: i mean i guess i'm i'm done i'm done with edge and randy orton i don't want that again ever
1: (laughs) You watch that WrestleMania match all the time because you just like it so much. Uh, no, I'm done. Uh, Drew won. Ric Flair drove the ambulance with a broken windshield off. It was funny. Um, main <laughs> that event. Was,
0: that was the one that when Randy when like they showed the replay. Did I missed? And maybe I looked away from the screen before they showed like the flash of Ric Flair or something. Yeah, but right. I didn't see Ric Flair being involved. And then when he just like came out for like the celebration, I was like, "Why is Ric Flair here? I don't understand what's going on." <laughs>
1: Oh, they had him drive the ambulance. It was pretty nice. awesome. Um, nice. Main event, Roman Reigns beat Jey Uso. Um, you know, I've seen a lot of love and praise for how great some people thought this was. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it was.
0: I fell yeah, asleep I, you know, before the last two matches of the pay-per-view. I watched all the rest of it, but I didn't see well, the, the
1: big title matches. So well, at, least, at least you watched the important part. No, I'm just joking. Um, it was Roman beating J. And, like, asking him to acknowledge him as their tribal chief, which is just kind of cracking me <laughs> up. But I couldn't stop laughing at that. I thought, it would, but, I mean, I, I, just, to, I, it's its better than call me a big dog. I'm the well, big dog. True.
0: Say I'm the big
1: dog. Like, that's better, yeah. but. All right, you're not wrong about that. Um, Jimmy Uso would come out and would throw the towel in, uh, stop the beat down. He even said, you know, fuck, you're the, you're the tribal chief. Like, Jimmy was just like. <laughs> like you happy like yeah and then like Roman, like made him take his lay and like Roman foot around I, I, it was all very good and stuff you okay. know like, I mean it was just
0: I like that here's the thing I don't I didn't watch it I liked the idea mm-hmm. of it I don't know if right. it was very if it was all WWE I and mean, that it, it was it, way too drug out and long and over the top she, because it, yeah just hearing it described and seeing like the footage that they showed on Raw I thought it looked great And it seemed like, you know, Roman's a real asshole. I don't like this person. Like, he's a douche. He's a dick. And that's a good thing, you know? And even, like, more so than even, like, I feel like, generically, I would assume when he, you know, associates with Paul Heyman, I feel like, the way that they're making it out here.
1: No, no, it was a great way to, if you were on the fence about Roman being bad, there's no doubt now. Um, there was the, you know, Paul is not in control of this man. Was there anything that was kind of clear about that? You know, okay. like Paul had no power over stopping Roman or even trying yeah. for that matter. Paul was even maybe you could say in somewhat fear of him himself. Ah, okay. You know what I mean? Like just like Roman yeah. is like off the reservation kind of a thing. You know, like mm-hmm. he is. There's no containing him. No one is actually controlling him at this point. Um, so I thought that was good. But no, like you said, it was just too long and drawn out. Like, I was just sitting there like, okay, (laughs) like, just can we get on? It was going to turn into a snuff film at some point. Like, yeah, um, yeah, no, very effective stuff. Uh, I think the news of the day, though, is, of course, that Roman Reigns abs and his uh, nipples have finally been revealed. Yeah,
0: you were to- telling me that you were rejoicing at this. I just can't believe this is
1: nothing. This is something that you haven't like thought about at all. Like, this, <laughs> I have been bothered by his D'Lo Brown chest protector since the Shield was over. You know, he yeah. was the X Pac of the group. Rowan's the guy that wouldn't stop using the music. Mm-hmm. He still retire. He still, you know, like, he wouldn't. He wasn't. He wouldn't let go of the Shield. And no, and that's why I've just been amazed at a man. And now that you've seen it, it's like why has he been wearing that vest for fucking six years or whatever it is, you know? The
0: thing, I mean, I guess it is weird that they, for some reason, seemingly, the, the attachment was the music. They were like, I well, if, and if he has the music, we can't let him right. get rid of the shield. Like, right. the chest protector, that that's his shield. I, I don't know why. But it's <laughs> he's suddenly, you know, because they let him change the music now, and you're right, now he doesn't have one on. So I don't I don't get it, but
1: I just saw him last night, and I was like, he has never looked like a more impressive, bigger star than he ever had before that night.
0: There was, like, one moment, like, a year and a half ago, I feel like, where, for some reason, like, his shirt got ripped off without his gear on. Right, And right. And there was, like, a moment where I was like, yeah, why doesn't he just not wear it? And, like, there was a short burst of people talking about it, and then it disappeared again, and we just lived with Roman Reigns wearing his his, like, extra gear.
1: I just... Yeah, I don't know, but it happened. Um, there was a lot of really funny posts on Twitter and stuff last night from uh, some some ladies out there that. Because that's uh, the other being...
0: thing, though, is that it like you're turning him heel.
1: Well, yeah. Why you're did right. you do
0: that right now?
1: <laughs> but but I'll say. If there's anything that drives a guy crazy, it's his girlfriend talking about how good-looking somebody is. I guess. You know what I mean? Like
0: I guess, but still he, the girls Sean make Michaels, up half the half the crowd almost sometimes. And so if yeah. it's still half the crowd's cheering, it's still going to feel like half the crowd's cheering.
1: I just think but even if you think back to like the, the the NWA days and stuff like, you know, the those guys would get the woos from the girls, you know, yeah. and stuff like that as everybody else was booing them. Like it's That's not, true. I, it, it can it'll be okay like Shawn michaels at yeah it's top like the heel.
0: it's like the footage of fucking is it what what was the uh is it real heroes of wrestling or whatever with fucking uh jake the snake having that lady like feel his chest Oh yeah,
1: yeah heroes of wrestling oh yeah <laughs> jesus christ so yeah but yeah no uh thought overall you know they're still doing some decent stuff with some storylines uh yeah. aside from the one we talked about in the dish but yeah Overall, not a terrible show. We'll see what happens at Hell in a Cell. Also, that will be probably like the last week or so that they'll have a lease in the Amway Center. So, Oh, uh, okay. Will the circus begin to tour once again? Time will tell.
0: Maybe. Maybe we'll get Thunderdome 2.0. They'll be like, now we're in this building and it's a new Thunderdome.
1: Well, everybody, everybody the wrestling world seems to love Indianapolis right now. So if they want to bring it to India, I'd be happy with that. I'd be fine with that.
0: <laughs> Outdoor Raw from now on. Oh, yeah. Because we go a... into wintertime.
1: Right. All right. All right. Let me save this. Just about took his throat out. Just about took his, his Adam's apple. His larynx. Tomahawk. He took his Adam's apple right out. His like, Adam's apple. What are you doing now, you baby? Adam's apple he's just about to take it out. He's lucky to talk after this.
0: Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Comes That's again. right, Hulk. You can listen Sunday, to the Golden Monday, Age of Tuesday, Grappling podcast Wednesday, Wednesday any day of the week, but if you're looking for new episodes, Thursday, you can Friday, check out our website, Saturday, goldenagepodcast.com, Sunday, or look for us Monday, on iTunes. Tuesday, new episodes Wednesday, releasing every... Go! Oh, shut up, you fat... boy! Oh, and little Friday, old. Saturday, Sunday comes again...